four, three, two, one. <laughs> Energized podcast episode 30 with El Basmo and the champ. Here, by the way, every time I listen back to these podcasts and I hear myself go, <laughs> I'm like, what are we doing? And I start breaking my shit laughing. Like, yeah, but it's part of the intro now. I know, so yeah, it has I know to stay it. forever. Forever. And ever. And ever, and ever. And ever. So, Barry, <laughs> what's going on on this week's episode? Oh, my God. Okay, episode 30. Can't wait. As always, we'll give you what we did for the week. Yeah. But what's on the actual show? Okay, uh, Okay. we're going to get up to... Uh, we're going to discuss what we got up to during the week because there's some big news. Big news. I don't think we should... I don't think they can handle the news. Ah, uh, they might. They okay, might. Okay, we might tell them the, the big news. Um. Also... This week, UFC 218 is on, so the fighting segment of the part is going to be one of the main parts of the show today. And that's also going to be led in by the world of football, especially the Champions League and Premier League. And we're going to finish off with some of the Irish rugby news, because... Uh, From the autumn, which is weird because they're in November, International Series. Yeah. So there's, it's a big show, number 30. Right. Did I do something crazy this week first, or did you do something crazy first this week? Um, or did we do something crazy together? Well, I think we should sort of say how the t-shirt competition got on anyway. Yeah, so we put up a t-shirt competition on Monday. Uh, big shout out to Pete, thanks for modelling the top. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we held the t-shirt competition. We got over 40 entries for the t-shirt competition. It was actually very hard to pick yeah. the winners. Um yeah, there was yeah. there was just various different reasons why people won. Uh, people use catchphrases from the podcast. Yeah. They won particular t-shirts. Uh, people who like follow our stuff that we like re-recognize. They won t-shirts. Yeah. And then one or two people just wrote like why they love the show and they won t-shirts. Yeah. Uh, realistically, we'd love to have given out forty t-shirts, but that <laughs> isn't physically possible at the moment, so we cannot. And the six winners, we uh, DM them all on Instagram. They're sending us their addresses and their shirt sizes and they will all get them within the next two weeks yeah. the ones who are in Ireland will probably have them within a week but the ones who are in America it's going to take a bit longer for us to get them there yeah well said excellent stuff congrats to the guys who won for any who didn't win I'm sure we'll be doing something like that again in the future so don't worry about it yeah I know we definitely will thanks for getting involved as well like it means yeah. a lot Um. so I think that sort of starts to show off doesn't it yeah, that was that was um, moving on from yeah. last week. All right, okay. Well, then, okay. Right, what happened? This is Barry talking now. By the way, what happened this week was I was meant to be finishing up work next week, right? And then like having to go into work and know that like you're like you're leaving, and it just felt like so weird. Every day I was waking up and I felt like there was like a seat, like a seatbelt around my chest and they squeezing on it and like I like barely I was barely even able to fall asleep. I was like, oh shit, oh shit. So then, like, I just had to, like, ring in and be like, here, look, this is, uh, this is actually, like, ruining my, like, soul. I felt like I was, like, uh, like, I was, like, I don't know, I don't know, I was just, like, I couldn't even picture getting on the dark going in there. And then I was in there, and then I'd have to, like, be like, everything's grand, lads, everything's grand, you know what I mean? And then the day after I left, it was meant to be, like, my Christmas party as well, and I was, like, I don't want to be talking about, oh, are you going to the Christmas party? And I'd be, like, well, like, no. And it's like, why aren't you going? All that sort of shit. And then it's going to be like the same conversation every day leading up to that. It was just like, here, look, I can't, I can't deal with that. I just literally cannot deal with that. Also, I found out, like, my parents are going to be getting finally divorced on that Friday as well. So it would have been like a double, like, kick in the absolute balls. So I was like, I was like, get me out of here now. Like, what the fuck? And then, like, the second, 
Excuse me. The second, like, I was like, right here, this, like, here, I'm done. I'm, I just can't, like, like, physically can't. It was like you were going out with a girl, and then, like, she went off and cheated on you with all your mates, but you kept going to see her and be like, oh, she didn't mean it, though. You know what I mean? That's what it felt like when I was having to go through work. So I was like, here, look, I can't do this anymore because, like, it's making me so unhappy, and I enjoy making other people happy. So if I'm just making them, if I make myself unhappy, it's just going to spread, and, like, it's just going to be bad vibes straight out. So... If you want to comment on anything, you can. I was actually relieved when you told me you quit because like <laughs> every day you were like, "Don't want to go tomorrow," and then you're like, and then you wouldn't let me know until two o'clock next day. Be like, I didn't go, yeah. and I was like, "What is he doing?" I was like, <laughs> I was like, just do one thing or the other, and then he was like, "I quit," and I was like, "Grand, I don't have to worry about him anymore because like he's just not going to work. Yeah. Like, there's not that like battle every day, yeah. and uh, no, in fairness, you're better off. I was just happy one way or another. You just made a decision and doing it. Instead of like calling in sick, I mean like here look I'm not going in today. It had me, but, it had me so drained. Yeah, it had me so drained. And also your man who's like was a manager as well, like like follows our stuff as well. So he was sort of like, I don't I don't think he was really annoyed. I think he was like here look he knows what we're doing and is doing mm. a good job. That he's like here look, just do you like and I was like alright can't. So then like I started training again last week and like it was actually good to see Al as well back down training. Like like it felt great. Like I actually like obviously <laughs> only went three times, but like you could already tell that I was going again because I felt mm. a bit better. And then like, uh, and then you're going to Amsterdam instead. Yeah, then then like ended up booking tickets to go to Amsterdam for like just because the lads are going. And I was just like, oh here, look, I'll go. Like I mean, such a stupid idea, and I don't even know why I'm going. Flying out by myself uh, tomorrow, aka Tuesday, which is today if you're listening to it on Tuesday. But uh, I can't believe I'm even doing that as well, man. Like, like my parents are like, well, like what? It's like you left your job and you're going to Amsterdam. It's like, yeah. Like, oh, here's yeah, you've got to become a male prostitute. Yeah, I'm going to be working on the red light. It's just like, man, it's just like such a pain in the arse. So what happened the other day? I was sitting in the kitchen, right? And then my dad came in and my mum came in. They were both like in the kitchen and like, it was just like so awkward. And my dad was like, what did what did you just eat there? And I was like, why you even ask me that? Because like, you're making it more awkward here. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you just make, one of you leave. Yeah, just one of you get out, please. Like, you know what I mean? Just like, oh my God. Yeah, so supposedly they're like totally finished now on Friday week. And like, it's just going to be like, I don't know. So I did, like then like they asked me like where am I going to eat for Christmas dinner and I was like I was like what like why are you asking me this right now like and then like they're like whose house are you moving into and I'm just like I'm like what I don't know it's it's not going to be real until it's real but I mean it's just for like I don't know, they're selling the house anyway so I don't know where we're going to be doing these shows when we want right <laughs> oh, okay. So that so that that okay from doing all that stuff then I actually went I went to I went on a date to Angelina's on Friday. Uh it's near like Lower Bagger Street, is it? Yeah. Yeah. It's actually like such a cool spot. It sort of reminded me of something like the Titanic or something. Were you were you out on the seafront or were you had a window looking onto the like the well the river? It was one, it was just one before the a seat before that river thing. Oh so like there was you, then the seat to your right hand side and then you were looking out onto the river. Yeah. Alright, grand. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a cool spot. Yeah. It sort of reminded me of like the Odeon. Uh, just in the just near Adelaide Road, you know that big that big yeah. bar, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, no, it was cool. We went there. Uh, I'd highly recommend checking it out. Um, yeah, and then myself and Camilla went to meet Ross and the new Mrs. Cadwell, supposedly. So take it away, bud. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> I was in work Friday. Oh no, I actually happened was I was in work Thursday and. I completely forgot. Well, I didn't forget, but on Thursday, one lad's turned to me and he goes, are you coming for drinks tomorrow after work for, for his leaving day or whatever? I actually feel like, I don't know what I was doing, but on Thursday, I forgot it was on Friday. Anyway, I was like, all right, crap. I was like, right, I have to get my stuff together. 
bringing them a change of work clothes whatever yeah. I was like right going for drinks after work uh, two, actually two people left uh, this fella Daniel Lee um, really really nice fella he's gone off travelling uh, with his boyfriend off to Thailand what's Asia district anyway and the one of the girls I worked uh, quite close with as well uh, Morgan. she's gone back to France um, she's a lovely girl so they were both leaving so they're having like a joint leaving do so we went off and went to the front lounge which I think it was a gay bar in town or whatever. Anyway, they were leaving, so went there, had loads of drinks. I, I was very drunk. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. then you arrived, and then... Yeah. I, I, like, I, I don't know what I was doing, but I was in the bar, and like the service was quite slow, so I was getting a pint, and then, because it was slow, I was like, actually, I'll have a shot as well. And I was doing shots at the bar myself. Absolutely balubas. Yeah. And then, <laughs> uh, went home um, with Christine, and um, yeah, so... Me and Christine are an item now, so that's that is breaking energized news. That is, yeah. Um, what did Pete say? Pete loves her. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's actually quite nice. He's, he's, he's actually weird. He's actually quite calm around her, which is like not the way he is with you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so um, that was that. And then Saturday, I actually woke up so hungover and I was in work and I felt absolutely awful. And Christine was off, so like I dropped her to the train station and then went to work. But it was weird because I arrived into work the next day and so many people were like, man, you were so drunk last night. And I was like... I didn't think you were that bad though. Well, like, near did I until like, I woke up the next morning. Right. And then and then people were saying, telling me like, uh, three or four people came up and go, Barry bought me a drink last night. What a legend. And I was oh, like... Yeah? yeah, and I was like, no way. And I was trying to look and go... <laughs> Was I talking to you last night? <laughs> <laughs> no, what? Oh, what? You didn't know it was... No, it was in like, the person you bought a drink for. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know they were there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how loose it was at that okay, stage. Yeah. But uh, it was actually a good time. And I, I, go I was good, yeah. And like, I thought I didn't get home till like four in the morning, but apparently I left at one o'clock in the morning. Or, yeah. So apparently it wasn't that late. Yeah, it wasn't like outrageously late, no. Yeah, but I was quite drunk. Yeah, you probably didn't eat or something, did you? Oh, I actually remember when I got there, my last meal was at 2 o'clock and it was like 10 o'clock and it was yeah, drinking yeah, yeah. yeah so I was like absolutely believers and I think I was drinking whiskey and a pint the whole time yeah no, I, I, you weren't that bad you weren't that bad I, I, think I, held, my, I think I held myself together quite well but like I was actually oh, right. not doing the best but yeah. like in fairness you can't let your head down once the blue moon yeah. then what can you do I think you said that last week as well like. yeah yeah so <laughs> like you know, in fairness it's, it's silly season it's Christmas isn't it yeah well you're I'll be sober. I'll, I'll be sober this weekend. Yeah, Maybe yeah. I don't know, but um, that sort of leads us on to Saturday. Then I was hung over from work all day, and then Christine was meeting her friends. She had friends out home from like Australia, New York, and she was like, "Oh, do you want to come meet them?" And I was like, "I had such a battle with myself to like have a shower, get ready, and go back out." Yeah, but I went and did it, and they're actually all so nice, and like I even had a dance off with her best mate, and then like. They were buying me drinks, and I was buying them drinks, and it was just like such good fun. I actually really, really enjoyed it, which is like strange because I went there with Christine, and then like ten other people who I've never met before, yeah. but I had a great time. Were, and they, so, were they all girls? Were they? There was like seven girls. Christine's a like gay best mate, and then he was like part of the girls' crew, and then like two or three of the girls also brought their boyfriends. Oh right, yeah. Right. So that like, sounds so random. Like. Yeah, it was so random, and like. But they're all absolutely lovely, so it was actually grand. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah? But that wasn't as 
newsworthy as your night out, Barry, on Saturday night. Oh shit, yeah. I actually nearly forgot, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, what's it called, right? It was Saturday, and then I went to watch some of the matches, and then went home to bed, and I was like, right here, I'm not going out Saturday, because, like, it, like, Friday night was just so, like, I don't know, it was just, it was too mad, wasn't it? It was actually, like, yeah. so mad, man. Yeah, and then, uh... <laughs> so then, like, I was like, I texted Seaford, I'd be like, right, I'm not going out, don't pick me up, right? And then all I hear is, bang, 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 on my window. I was like, fuck. I was like, the guards, it's the fucking guards. <laughs> it's like, guards. what do they want? It was the bank, they're like, you, know, you couldn't afford them drinks last night. But then, uh, Seaford's there, he's like, man, I got you a new shirt and all. Like, I was like, what? Actually, well, like I mean, it was one of his ones. Like, right. I was just like, I give it to you. I was like, I was like, uh, he, he was obviously like, right. I can't knock to his door without bringing something. You know what yeah, yeah, I have to toy yeah, some. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then like all of a sudden, like, <coughs> like I said, I wasn't going out. And then all of a sudden, I was in the shower there, like, like washing myself as you do. And I was just like, hold on. I said I wasn't going out. Now all of a sudden, I'm in the shower. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So then I walk out and see if he's there talking with my about fucking mortgages. And I was like, I was like, here, just get out of here. Like, and then like the the gaff was so hot, so I was like. I was like sweating out the previous night's drink. Like I was yeah. like, oh my god, get out of here! Right, so we then, then like as Ventures in the car, Steve was like, can't wait for Amsterdam, man. I was like, I can't believe I'm even going here. So we went to the Bruno's. Then Lloyd dropped us into town. We went to uh, we tried to get tried to get into Thirty Seven Dawson Street, but because we were sort of laughing going in, they're like, not tonight, lads. Like oh, I haven't been rejected from somewhere in ages. Like so I don't remember last time I was rejected. Yeah, somewhere. yeah. So then we went to the cafe and saying had a drink there. Then we went to Club Twenty Two, and it was like. It was like something out of like going to a party in Vegas. Like <clears throat> when the people that were there, it, it, it's like it's, it's basically the right venue in town. But it was actually pretty good. Like the way they have all set up was pretty good. And like like even like Redzer was there, just like chatting to him. Fresh off was win from Bellator. Yeah, fresh off was win from Bellator. Yeah, and then John O'Sullivan, who actually is like an Irish underage international, who he plays for Blackburn, but he's now gone out on loan. Um, I actually can't. Remember. I, I met too many people to actually know exactly everything about their Wikipedia page. Put it that way, you know what I mean? Uh, then, like even like I even saw like Paddy Smith walking down the road. I was like, man, you're like. Get oh, more. I saw that in the story. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, was I was like, like I was like, it was he new? But like, whatever. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, like, I was like, that fella just keeps getting more known. Yeah, yeah. 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 But uh, yeah, yeah. So we went. We, yeah, then we went to uh, Crystal, and I was like, I was like, a few weeks ago, I remember I was like, I'm never going there again ever. But like the last, it was like it was such a good buzz, and I was buzzing off everything. And I was like, right here, we'll go. Right, we went there. Like bands straight away. I still don't know how I get bands into these places. You know what I mean? Because yeah, like yeah. It, no one knows me either. You know what I mean? So we got the bands, went up, and then like, ha, like if not the full Irish team, it was it was late now. It was around half three four, and like uh, like at least half the Irish squad were like, from after winning, uh, that day were like in in that part, and I was like, I was like, there's everyone. Like CJ Stander straight over. I was like. Man, you have to run the muck. And he was like, cheers, man. And then, like, Reese Ruddock, I was like, do you want to sit down here? And he's like, yeah, I'll sit with him. Send Snapchats to Tom Zexon and all. Like. <laughs> <laughs> and he's there, like, following us on Instagram now as well, which is gas. But then, like, even, like, uh, whose name is going with? Uh, Bundy. Yeah, yeah, Bundy, Bundy Aki. It was like, there was so much controversy over him there recently. Just being, like, uh, how he wasn't born in Ireland and how he plays for Ireland. And, like, just being, like, like how he just took that burden on his shoulders. First, like, first minute of the first match. Put, put smashing people. Yeah, yeah. Put this South African lad like straight off the pitch. Yeah, yeah. Like I was like, here. Yeah. I don't even know what I asked for. for. I think because we know we have to get them for the page and yeah. stuff. But I was just like, yeah, here, there we go. Like sending you the photos. Yeah, and yeah. You're a hot. You're well. You're out. Like fucking having dance halls. Didn't know that. But uh, yeah, there was like, yeah, it was like a really good buzz. I think it was because the Irish rugby, the Irish rugby lads were there, right? So then like, the testosterone levels were all like, like everyone else was made to feel like somewhat inferior, but because usually like. Other guys there would be like, 
The big dog. The big dogs, yeah. But like you can't act like a big dog around like these Leinster rugby lads. Like they're just way bigger than you. Like yeah, uh, yeah. But it was like really cool atmosphere. Yeah, and then like uh, yeah, and then well, th- that was a really good Saturday night. I was like, all right, I like there again. But yeah. like any time I'm out and I see any sports people, like I like love talking to them more than yeah. I love talking to girls. Like, Cause like even like talking to Reds or all the Reds was like, what are you saying, man? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then even way John O'Sullivan used to be in our school. Like I was like, oh here, what's that like? Cause like that's like the career I really wanted to do, but obviously wasn't good enough. And then obviously the Irish rugby stuff, especially like the way we follow it and then analyze it and go yeah. in depth about it. To see them there, it was actually like so weird. But it was like, it was cool. Like you know what I mean, I was like, oh this is this is great crack. Yeah, yeah. some about the rugby lads that they're like. They're of like a sire, well, like, I don't want to say higher social class, but like, obviously, they're like more well known or that, but like, they're actually just a bunch of lads, so they're very down to earth. Yeah. And like, they don't earn like so much money that they're like, fuck all yous. Yeah. They're yeah, like, yeah. they're still like, they're kept like grounded. Yeah, they're still like normal it? human beings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What age is Bundyaki? Like, I think he's in mid 20s. He's an absolute unit, yeah. man. He's, like, he's, he's actually, very broad. He's not tall, though. Yeah, but he's very broad. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's a, like a truck. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, no, I'm actually delighted he's wearing an Irish shirt. And, like, he had such a diversity into that back line as well. Uh, I don't want to get, like, too into rugby, but, like, the fact that he's, like, somebody who's, like, a brick. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, that yeah, As yeah, in, like, yeah. you have somebody who can carry the ball in, yeah. in the centres and, like, that's unreal. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that was, that was Saturday. And then, yeah. I think Sunday, oh, you went out for... Ian's birthday, man. Yeah, yeah. It was. I went for. I went for brunch for Ian's birthday. Myself, Eno, and then Amy. Yeah. And like, I I haven't done like what's called bottomless prosecco. That's no bottomless called. mimosas. Yeah. Okay. That's what it's called. Yeah. But like, I've never ever done that, and I was like, this is like, I felt like I was on an episode of Sex and the City or something. It was weird because like those two were like best mates, and it was sort of like it was. Well, it was kind of like I know it's a guy and a girl now, and we're mm-hmm. a guy and a guy, but it was sort of like you could tell they had like a really strong friendship, and I was yeah. sort of like I was, it was like. I don't know, it was, just so, it was so funny, but... Like, and you were like, happy birthday, Eno! Yeah, I was like, Eno, bought the, bought the lunch. Like, yeah. I, I'd never, ever go for a brunch, but I mean, like, yeah, I went. Yeah, but when it's Eno's birthday, you have to go. Yeah. yeah. And then also, Amy works for the Aviva, and she said that she will probably be able to get a sword out for the Six Nations stuff when she moves away. Very Amy. Yeah. But yeah, that was uh, my weekend, including flights to Amsterdam. I'm actually flying to Amsterdam tomorrow as well. Wish we could look. Ross said he wasn't allowed to go because his girlfriend wouldn't let him. <laughs> no, I'm getting all my Christmas shopping done while, while you're away, so I can buy a really good present while you're not here. Yeah. Very me. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a mad few weeks. I don't know what I'm going to do about work now coming up in the future, but like, I'm sure I'll be worried, feared up on Monday. Oh, I should probably t- tell people about my day today. Yeah, actually, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. so yeah. like, if you don't follow me on Instagram... It'll all be gone by tomorrow anyway, so you didn't see it. But I had, I had a day out, so I was like, right, I'm going to let everyone know what I did today. And I put it all up on my Instagram story, and it was called hashtag champ stay out, because I'm the champ. How did you, you come up with that? Um, I was like, I'm was like, going to hashtag give myself my own hashtag for the day, and I just had to come up with something. And I was like, I was originally going to be Ross's day out, but I was like, but Ross is now today. It's the champ, right? So I was like, right, champ stay out. So basically, because I work in Jemison City, they are like, right, we're going to send you to other touristy attractions and you can have a look at them and see what they think. So I was like, right, grand. So were you getting paid for that? Yeah, oh, I'm paid for the day, yeah. Uh, so we went out to, we got on the green tourist bus, which was a good crack because like, it was open top. Yeah, I didn't like, know what you were doing, man. Yeah, I was, I was like, like, like how are we on a bus with our roof? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was like, on one of those tourist open top r- roof uh, bus. Tours? 
towards whatever, whatever called. It. It's called the Green Bus. Yeah. It was weird because we got on outside the Jemison City, then it brought us up to O'Connell Street, and they were like, "Get off the bus here," and then we got back on the bus, uh, like a new one. Then we, our man was like, "This is my last stop." We got yeah. on one, and they drove for twenty minutes, and then drove back down the far side of O'Connell Street. And I was like, "Should have just got the bus from the far side of the road." Yeah, like literally across the road he drove so anyway we went down to the IFSC <laughs> and to the CHQ building and this thing called it's called Epic I don't know what it's called I'll just call it Epic right that's what it's called it's about all the Irish immigrants who moved abroad which is uh, pretty cool so it was it was all about that and then it just talked about like how, why the Irish moved abroad like throughout the years and stuff like that it was actually kind of cool and normally it was like an audio tour guide so like you put the headphones in you walk through the place and normally when that's me I'm like right headphones in I'll be first out the far side you know what I mean I'm just like whatever I, I, it takes a lot to keep my attention but yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I really tried to like embrace it I sort of got there and I'm going through and then I got the sports section uh, that was actually cool because uh, I saw this fella AJ McGinty and he used to play uh, rugby in NCI and now he plays for America yeah. and like he was there and when you see someone who like you know in like a museum sort of thing. It was sort yeah. of cool. It was just really cool structurally. I don't know if it would cost sixteen euro. Obviously, it cost me nothing work pay for it. But I don't know whether it was actually worth the money. But I suppose if you're a tourist and you're coming over here, it was sort of cool to see. Yeah, I'm sure we went top of the rock and that was well, like yeah, that was like thirty four dollars. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. But like we don't live there, so it's always it's always yeah. I always never know over here. Well, they have to make their money somehow. So then we went for lunch in this place called Wolf, which is actually unreal. <laughs> in uh, in. Smithfield, sort of. It was actually back beside work. And uh, there was a cool picture of a dog on the wall that looked like Pete. So, like, of course it's not. It was on the end of his Instagram story. And then I actually got some deadly food. I got, like, a chicken sandwich. And then we got dessert. And, like, work paid for all of it. We just had to throw a few euros in for the tip for the waiter. Absolutely grand. Then with the Pierce Lyons distillery, which is another distillery. Um, went and sat in this room. It used to be a church, which is very weird. And uh, sat in this room, on, and there was like a 95 inch screen TV. And the, your man Pierce Lyons got up and did a speech or whatever about his distillery. Then, yeah. then we were brought into a graveyard. Stop talking about yourself, mate. <laughs> says, says you actually was talking Then we were brought into a graveyard, and your man goes, <laughs> There's a hundred thousand bodies buried in this graveyard. I was like, What? I was like, I looked at it, and it was no bigger than the size of like Crow Park Field and he was like there's 100,000 bodies buried here yeah. and they were like yeah we had an archaeologist like dig down and they like counted the amount of bodies and then counted the amount of acres and they were like yeah there's probably 90,000 100,000 bodies here and I was like how would you even like what? guesstimate that and, like? and your man like sort of started pointing out graves and telling me stories about them I, I just thought it was a bit more but whatever so then you brought brought into the church where the city is active and your man was showing us and like in fairness, obviously I'm interested similarly in that because like I work in, for whiskey so like I understand how it's made sort of yeah. thing um, then we did whiskey tasting which was set up terribly because like there was no water for half the people there and just like yeah. your so one was, it was so, like, like, it was like one of your tours yeah it was like one of our tours except like your one just had nothing set up and then like she sort of like rushes through the tasting and they sort of like rushes through like the way they make the whiskey and I was a bit like that was actually what I was most interested in hearing and I just yeah. didn't do it and then sort of the tours over and there was no music in the place and there was no like microphone for the guide so like it was very hard to hear what he said there's loads of like things that like little things that were wrong with it, but like it was good to go out and see something else. It made me actually appreciate our own place and like how good we are at doing it. Like we we are like you you know you've been there. Like yeah. we're sort of like the benchmark for everyone else, and like we're mile ahead of all them. And it was interesting to see it, but then that's not me bragging about it. It's just like it's just the way it is. Did, did you all say that you were with Jameson going in? 
They knew, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they knew. Okay. Yeah, we we got. I think we got free tickets off them, and then we gave them free tickets okay. in return. I think it was like a trade off. All right, yeah. But um, that was the champs day out. Um, Yolo, good squad as well. There was like seventeen of us went for it, so it was actually like very good. For yeah, so that was yeah. It was, it was almost like a school tour. Yeah, it actually was like we yeah. had to we had to have a buddy as well. Did you? Yeah, yeah, we had to have a buddy. My buddy was Matthew Keaton, absolute legend. Yeah. Yeah. Who's your man? Who's your man? I met the other night. Who the big tall guy? And I thought his name was Lorcan or something. Glenn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. something that. Ginger hair fella. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Glenn. Man, <laughs> I, I actually tell Glenn so much about you all the time, and he always asks how we are. And he goes, or like if I'm going to do something, like he'd be like, "You going to do that Barry? Yeah." And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." And he was sound. He was yeah. Sound, he, oh no, he's so yeah. sound. Big yeah. Arsenal fan as well. Is he? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. His dog's called Welbeck. Is it? Yeah. That's actually a like, cool name for a dog. But right? you know what? I think his brother's actually my new fan. It's his brother's dog. It's called Welbeck. Oh, so he probably... Got so now dog. Glenn owns the dog. <laughs> so if you can have the dog, you can have him. Yeah, he's transferred. Man, man, I'm after spending so much money the last few days. Like, my dad actually goes to me, are you selling drugs? And I was like, I was like, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was, he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm like, here, look, I just got paid. Like, I mean, what do you expect? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotta have a bit of fun. Yeah. And then I was like, by the way, can you drop me to the airport tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> It's actually like what? Man, you actually tell no one you're going to Amsterdam. Oh no, yeah. Oh, haven't it? Well, I think the lads know that's it. Yeah, I think I, I think I put it in a WhatsApp group just so like people knew if I like wasn't around or something. But I'm gonna be flying out tomorrow. Yeah, man, you're gonna have great time over there. Probably won't come back. In fairness, last time we went there, it was like the end of Euro trip, so we were probably a bit like, oh jeez. Yeah. And then like we were like had barely any cash left. Remember that? Like yeah, it was like it was like, it was no. I think we were like we were like how much do you have? How much do you have? Right. That's communal money. Yeah, it's like, like right, it's like right twelve euro. <laughs> yeah, it's like it was like right this communal money because like this needs to be like yeah just joined together because yeah. that's how much we have. Yeah, and then remember I had to do like a two hour shift in the red light district as well. Like yeah, I like, know. Yeah, knocking on the window, being like, come in. Seventeen fifty it's, euros. It's like it's Black Friday, so like it's cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, sixty five percent off. <laughs> loose, loose. Oh my god. So uh, I think that sort of is the news of the week. Yeah. Well, our news of the week, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. All good news, of course. All good news, of course. Yeah. yeah I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be laughing my head off at this podcast on the way flying over tomorrow. Very us. I can't believe I actually have to fly over by myself, like as well. That's oh. man, you be grand, like you. Yeah, no, but the second, yeah, but the second I leave the airport, my like, I'm, the second I ever leave Dublin, my phone is just like, see you later, Baz. Never work, like never works once. Yeah, but as soon as you touch down in Amsterdam. Just turn the Wi-Fi, see if you can put it the Wi-Fi. I'm going to be living in Starbucks and McDonald's. Oh, yeah, actually. Just find, find just find a good spot to find the Wi-Fi on your phone. Get the Wi-Fi and they'll be like, lads, I'm here. You have to come here to meet me and then don't leave where you are. Yeah, yeah. But like, they're, they're like, uh, they told me to wait in the airport for them. So. Well, they're not going to be an hour behind you. That's not yeah, long to wait. I, I think the flight's like an hour and a half or something. So. Yeah. <sighs> and you're going early, so it's not like you can get like 17 points before you go. Yeah, I know, yeah, I know. <laughs> Make sure to say hello to that girl who works at the airport. She's have to get every time. Yeah, she's getting a new job. In the airport? Yeah, no, no, no. no. <laughs> yeah, no, no, she's got to get a job in Gucci. Oh, and I was, I was like, who am I going to wave to next time? It's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Just wave to whoever like, stole her job. Yeah, it's like, all right. It's like, I used to wave at her, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was weird. Anytime we were going down, like, like she saw us. There, yeah, if you don't, yeah, like, yeah. Which is, it was sort of like every male to people. I don't know, whatever. I didn't even know who who she is or what she is, but like I just remember every time we go to the airport, you'd be like, I saw whatever her name is again, and I was like, all right. Yeah, but every time I would be in the airport, she'd be always working as well. Like, even no matter what weird time. Yeah. Do you think those airport shops make much money? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'd say so, yeah. Well, like selling handbags and stuff. 
don't know. I, 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 I've, I never, I've never been like, all right, I need a handbag before I go away on my holiday today. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know, yeah, but I'm sure there's like, like... Maybe like a charger or something, you know what I mean? Or a packet of sweets for the... Yeah, party. I feel like there should be like an airport shop, if you know what I mean. But like, it should be like, right, what do people need when they go on holidays? It's like, so adapters, yeah. chargers. Loads of condoms. Yeah! Loads of condoms. <laughs> Neck cushions. <laughs> well, you know what I mean? Like those sort of things. There should be like an airport, like a travel shop yeah, that yeah. you're like, right, you're going abroad. Yeah. Where are you going? This is what you need. Yeah. As opposed to like... I don't know, loads of people are mad for buying like smokes and drinks in the airport before, for, before wherever they go, but like, yeah. I think I've just got to the stage where like, if I really need to buy a bottle of vodka, I'll pay an extra four euro and buy in the off license. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm, yeah. Like, I'm not like that like hard for cash that yeah. I need to save four euro on the next bottle of vodka. But see, some people love that little, like... That little win. That, that little win, yeah. Yeah, that little win, yeah. Like, they, they just take up smoking just because they're cheaper yeah. over here. They're like, yeah. fuck it, I'll smoke two at a time. Yeah, so. like, I was looking at it, and it was... We're coming back from America, and it was 36 euro, I think, for 200 smokes. Does that sound... And I was I like... I don't know, I, I just don't even know. Well, like, I was like, should I get that for someone? And I was a bit like, not really, like, like it doesn't really benefit me, and, like, I don't really care, so yeah. no. And then I'll have to carry it. And yeah. no one ever asked me for it, so I was like... Nah. That's the way it is, isn't it? Yeah. YOLO. Yeah. Right, are we on to the fight news now or what? Uh, yeah, I think we're going to move on to the fight news. Say with Ross Cowell, what you making the show so far? Um, yeah, can't wait. Uh, start breaking out these fights. And guys, don't forget to wish Barry a safe flight tomorrow. Yeah. Put up a story in the airport. Yeah, no, I'm gonna have to. Yeah. Also, yeah. we were in touch with two agencies this week that like could actually like I don't even know what you'd call it represent us in some sort of way in the future. Yeah. Although, like, I was gonna email them again today, but I was just like, I didn't get around to it. So it's grand. We'll, we'll yeah. see what happens. There's no, there's no urgency no, to happen tomorrow or anything like that. So it's not like very urgent. So yeah, if it happens now or in a month from time or two months from time, yeah, it'll happen when it happens. Yeah, but realistically, nothing's gonna happen until like the new year. Really, like, yeah, yeah, I'd say January. People like fresh ideas, plan out, plan out their year. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Want new ideas, but yeah. Yeah. Right, Barry. Uh, okay, we're going to move on to the fighting segment of the show. Uh, myself and Ross actually really enjoy doing the first half hour just about what we get up to because yeah. sometimes it can be loose. It can be very loose. Yeah. And the weekend was very loose. Yeah, yeah. I hope to God I don't like do it mad this weekend because like I need to like relax or something. And you're going to Amsterdam. Oh yeah, bar that like. <laughs> yeah, I'll be, I'll be feared in the country. Yeah, no, I'll be feared up in bed all weekend. But uh, <clears throat> right, we're gonna move on to the fighting part of the segment. Um, over the weekend, the UC went to China, Shanghai, and Michael Bisping was headlining the card against Calvin Gastelum in the middleweight division. Yeah. And not even halfway through the first round, Calvin Gastelum ends up knocking out Michael Bisping. Like a house of cards. Um, it was vicious, wasn't it? Ross, take it away and just tell us what the dealio is here. So basically, there was an exchange between Bisbing. Bisbing sort of threw what I'd almost call like an overextended right hand. Kelvin Gaston yeah. caught him with a 1 2. And that left hook, like it shook Michael Bisbing's head, yeah. didn't it? It was one of the most vicious left hooks I think I've ever seen in my entire life. But I don't think the big question is. Where's Gaston go next? Where's Bisping go next? Is the question is should the UFC have let Michael Bisping take this fight on such short notice after just losing his title to George St. Pierre? Uh, well, based on money, I think so. But the thing is, I also found it weird the way Michael, Michael it, that knockout, and then you look at Bisping after. Made Michael Bisping look so much older. It did, didn't it? Like, 
like even his body shape looked a bit like like Calvin Gaston's what at least like 15 years younger than he in around that yeah he's about 26 and Bisping's about 38, 39 so like yeah, over, over, 10 years. over 10 years yeah, yeah. but I, I find a weird way like Bisping used to fight in a, a heavier weight class Gaston used to fight in a lower weight class and Calvin Gaston was one close in the distance whereas like Bisping was sort of looked a bit tentative yeah I think I think Bisping knows he's on his way out yeah. and he's actually trying to take less damage and it's a bit like it's a bit like when you're playing when you're like I, I'm fair, so I didn't play hurling a lot as a kid. But when you're when you're playing hurling, if you don't want to get hurt, you have to get very stuck in. Yeah. And by like sort of staying on the outside, you're almost gonna hit the, hit that big shot. I mean, like you're gonna hit yeah. it with the stick from far further away. It's gonna hurt more. You can't really so, dip like, your toe in the water. Yeah. So I think Bisping was like sort of like looking to like pick him apart, pity patty him for the five rounds and outlast him. Yeah. But like Gassum got in there and just hit, hit him so hard. Like <laughs> I didn't even know Gassum had that power. You're right. And he just absolutely buried him. And Gaston nearly misweighed again. He misweighed on his first attempt. 187 pounds. What's his deal, man? I don't know. He's so like ill-disciplined. It actually scares yeah. me. Because he's so talented. Yeah, that's the thing, yeah. He's he, actually so good. Like, he, uh, like I've never seen him, bar the Chris Wyman fight, just be like absolutely beaten by someone. You know what I mean? Yeah, because so many people can move up with a class and still be as dominant. Yeah. Yeah. He's so, so talented. And so young as well. Yeah, and like he has a split decision <coughs> loss to Tyron Woodley as well. So I'm just like, if he actually was disciplined and fought 170 pounds, he could very possibly be the champion there. Do you think he's one of the best fighters in the UFC? Because he's sort of he's coming across as if he is. Well, I think he's got law. Like he's got a very rear naked, good rear naked choke. Uh, I'm not too sure how strong the rest of his submission arsenal is. Extraordinarily good wrestler, very comfortable on the feet. He sort yeah. of really got law and very good cardio, which is. Hard to sort of hard to believe because he can't make weight but yeah. like I almost feel like his diet must be so terrible that he has <laughs> to do so much cardio to make sure he's still yeah. in shape because yeah. he clearly struggles to make the weight but great performance but should you see if like told Bisping here look no you just lost three weeks ago like it was, it's too much <sighs> but then again how many people are like who else was like putting their hand up? I didn't see anyone else putting their hand up to go to China and fight Kelvin Gaston. True, yeah. Especially go to China. Yeah. So, what? Bisping has one fight left. So, where do you think? He, who do you think he fights? I, I think there's know. only three options. Well, actually, it's probably only two options. You finish the trilogy against Luke Rockhold, which I, I actually don't see that happening because no. like Rockhold's on the way up. Okay, maybe three options. You could fight with Yo Romero. Yo Romero lost his last there's fight. There's no way he's fighting Yo Romero. There's no or, way. Like, the only other option I see is oh, oh, I'd watch him fight Vitor Belfort. Yeah. I think him versus Belfort's a pretty decent fight. Yeah, but it, the thing is, right, say if Vitor Belfort doesn't can't fight that fight, like who's meant to fight? Like Nate Marquardt or something? You know I feel, what I mean? Like, yeah, I feel, I, feel like, like, I feel like Nate Marquardt could be like an option as well. Yeah, because like, who's basically really going to be? I know he's just after coming off a loss like three weeks ago from being world champion, but looking at that fight last night, it was just like... Yeah, and I've no interest in seeing Bisping versus Brunson. And yeah, no one wants to see Bisping. They want Bisping to win his last fight yeah. as well. Especially yeah. in London, if people have to wait up to like 4 a.m. And maybe, then like, what if, he went, <laughs> what, if, what, if, what if he went up to like heavyweight and fought like Shogun or maybe something like that? I'm, really I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm more so, I, I sort of want to see him fight someone over the age of 35, how it's a bit more... He's also fighting an older guy as well. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. want to see him go in there and fight some 25-year-old and just like world champion and then lost the last three fights. You know what I mean? And gets yeah. finished in three fights. Because I, I, like, yeah. I feel like 
If Bisping's going to lose, he's going to get finished. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. I think I've seen Bisping lose two decisions in, in my life, and that's it. You know what I mean? Like, normally he gets knocked out when he loses. Yeah, and it's not as if, as if you could do the Anderson Silva thing again. No. Because they already did that there, and also now he's banned. Yeah, Silva's banned. Although, actually, that would be a great last fight to have for Bisping. Yeah, but it's also like, yeah, but it's, yeah, but it's also in the same place. You know what I mean? Like you can't be yeah, like true. you can't be like oh, come again. Yeah, come, yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. come again to watch a worse version of that fight because yeah. it will be a worse version because yeah. they're both like two years older since the last time they fought. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> who who knows who Bisping's going to fight? Him for. taking that fight is after really messing up his sort of like now, now they're they're going to be like right. Is there anyone in the top thirty who we can fight over the age of thirty? And that seems like a very small pool. Yeah, but they also have to like. Have somewhat of a name as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you can't retire against like insert name here. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah, because Dan Henderson's not even there anymore as well. I was I was always thinking like call Dan Henderson. <laughs> well, Chuck, Come back, call Chuck Liddell out. Like oh no no, well, you know, I, 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 like actually my brain considered that for a moment. <laughs> so who did you Kelvin Gaston fight next? You called call it Robert Whitaker. Which like, I don't see happening. I don't like Gaston in that division though. He looks no. he's too small or something. Yeah, when Moib But I know he's knocking people out. Yeah, now, but when Moibin beat him, I was like, he is too small. Yeah. I was supposed to like I actually thought he was gonna beat Woibin because Woibin looked terrible in the previous fights. But then I met Chris Woibin, so now I like him a bit more. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah, no, I think Gaston I I'd just so like to see him drop down to one seventy, but I feel like he should somehow have a catchway fight at one seventy five. Make yeah. 175 and then get down to 170. Or he needs to be like, right, UFC, I have Mike Dolce back. My diet's going to be on point. And like, he needs to take, get a few photos on Instagram with him with no top on, looking in very good shape. And then UFC be like, right, he's taking it serious. What about what about Kelvin Gaston against Wonderboy? Yeah, I'd be so down for that. But yeah. I think Wonderboy would pick him off though. Who knows? Kelvin's sort of got a bit of everything to him. So he might be able to get Wonderboy down. And then see what happens from there. But until Gaslam is very definitively fighting in one place or the other, it's very hard to pick where he's going. And yeah, also, thing, yeah. it's also Kelvin Gaslam is now, like in my opinion, higher than Wyman in the rankings after beating Bisping. But like Wyman's beaten, so it's a bit of a where does he go from here? Yeah. And like I don't want to see him fight Yo Romero because Yo Romero is so big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, what about Jack Ray? Maybe Jack Ray's a good fight. I think Jack is a good fight because Jack Ray looked quite old in his last fight and it'll be a bit more like... What, Jack Ray versus Bisping or Jack Ray no, versus No, Jack Gassel? Ray versus Gaslam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'd like to see that. Because now Gaslam has a first-round knockout win over Vitor Belfort and Michael Bisping. But that's pretty impressive. I know, yeah. I just think it's just... Bisping's after, like, messing this all up or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah he is, yeah. Although, if you had to fight Gaslam in London... And lost. It was just like, yeah, that's. Although, like, no one ever really goes out on top. You know what I mean? Like, no. ever. GSP did, and then he came back. Yeah. King of the Mountain again. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, yeah. Do you like, remember, keep... remember, Paddy Hoolan was like headlining in Dublin, and then he yeah. lost, and everyone yeah. was just like, what? Yeah, it's it's the way the fight came goes. Well, I even saw uh, Coily there the other night as well. I think headline like, Bama. Yeah. Was it Richie Coily? Richie Coily. Yeah. I was like, all right, and he was like. Alright man <laughs> I think what happens is that You're always going to go out Not on top Because you keep on going Until you're done You know what I mean Yeah 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 So like I think that's the way the Enough game is never enough isn't it Yeah 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 uh, In fairness I think what Bisping was I think what Bisping saw here was Right I'm only going to fight He lost the title belt to George St. Pierre He probably got a massive pay there He's like I'm going to fight again in March And then when he saw that Anderson Silva came out He was like 
So the money. I'll get another 400 grand here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or and whatever else he gets on top of that. So it was probably like nothing more payday. That was it. But that was UFC Shanghai. We're not going to mention any other fights. My mate yeah. Chase Sherman lost. <coughs> YOLO. And that Muslim fella who I was thought was going to be good wasn't good. Very Muslim. Yeah. That, uh... That card was a load of shit. Anyway, even even uh, Alex Casera has lost as well. Very Alex Casera's. Yeah. Um, I, I suppose we'll have a quick run through Bellator this weekend. Um, Julia Board is defending her women's featherweight title. Um, yeah, against Arlene Blankow. There you go. Yeah, Bellator yet again putting on a not so strong main event. Um, there's a few other decent fighters fighting. Sam Cecilia used to be in the UFC. Uh, he did indeed. Um, he's fighting a featherweight against Galveo, which is sort of a golden oldies match. Well, not really, but like neither of them are getting the featherweight belt. Uh, Cado's fighting, who knocked out Joe Schilling before with that Superman punch. That was a like knockout of the year, I think. And then also Chris Honeycutt's fighting, who used to be undefeated and then lost, but he's a big Bellator prospect anyway. So... Interesting to see those fights. But do, do you think Bellator need to move into the sort of like uh, the way the UFC have the the fight nights? No, no, no. But more oh. the uh, <coughs> the uniforms, quote unquote uniforms. No, I don't think it's, I don't think it's that. I just think Bellator need to like decipher what they're doing. As in, like they need to be like they can't call. It's a bit like Bellator woman one eighty eight. I think it was or yeah, one eighty eight was like no the hat right. You can't be like it can't be Bellator one eighty eight. With like no one knows anyone fighting in Israel, and then you can't be like yeah. Bellator one ninety with like Fedor versus Mir, Rampage versus Son. You know what I mean? And you can't just they can't they need to like you know segregate which card is what. You know what I mean? That's why the Bellator name isn't as strong, in my opinion. You know, obviously you do like Bellator Fight Night and then Bellator. Oh, because they're like main card. You yeah, know what I so mean? They're not. They're like underselling the. The product, well, yeah. like sometimes the product, it's basically the same product, but each night is actually like one's really good and the other one's really shit. Yeah. Okay. Whereas the UFC differentiate, therefore, yeah. you know what you're getting. Yeah, you know what you're getting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. like you're not just buying tickets to a Bellator show and then assume you're going to see one of the best fighters in the world. Because when they went to Israel, they didn't bring any of their top fighters. Yeah. Yeah. Or they need to put on less events, and when they do put on events, they have a top fight. See, they sort of got going all over Europe now as well. They're like, they're having there's an event on in Italy coming up soon as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sakara is fighting for the title too. It's like very old. Yeah. But it is what it is. Look, Bellator need to like either do less events or let people know that this is not going to be called Bellator 188 because it's not worthy of being called Bellator 188. That's basically what I'm getting at. Yeah. Although they did come out with huge news during last week. Yeah, the Bellator Heavyweight Grand Prix is happening. And I'm actually really excited for this. Although, one thing I wasn't happy with was the way they picked the matchups. Why? Because they have Mir versus Fedor. Yeah. They have Nelson versus Mitrione. Yeah. They're all four heavyweights, yeah? Yeah. Then they have King Mo versus Ryan Bader. Bader. Yeah. Who are both light heavyweights. Bader's a light heavyweight champ. And they have Rampage versus Hale Sonnen. Yeah. So they put all the non-heavyweights against the non-heavyweights. Rampage fought heavyweight in his last fight. Yeah, him and his beer belly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but they put all the heavyweights against each other and then all the non-heavyweights together. I would have been more interested to see each of the heavyweights fight a non-heavyweight just to see the size difference and see what would happen, if that makes sense. Okay. What's your take on it? Or do you care? Because they're I, all going to venture for no, like Okay, like the matchups. You can only really look at it and sort of break down the matchups, really. Like, yeah. Fedor versus Frank Mir. Like, there's, like, two, like, sort of veterans. Well, two absolute legends. Yeah. Um, okay, well, like, I, I, I want to see that fight. Yeah. 
But like, who, like, would you rather one of them fight someone else? Like, what, fight, I'll, I'll, what are the fights you want to see? Like, Chael Sonnen versus Rampage Jackson is a fight you want to see. Alright, no, this is the way I would have I matched them up. Fedor versus Rampage. Hold on. Okay, yeah. Then I would have done... Cool, yeah. yeah, I would have done Matt Mitrione yeah. versus King Mo. There's something about Matt Mitrione's name, though. Right. Sort of funny. Also, I feel bad for Matt Mitrione because he's after coming in, like, smashing people in the belt tour and he yeah. probably should be fighting for the title. Now he has to fight three fights to get yeah. the title. Uh, I would run Big Country versus Ryan Bra- Bader. I would run Frank Mir versus Chael Sonnen. Frank Mir would like, but think about it, Frank Mir is actually massive. You like, it would have been like such a size difference there. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but like, that makes it more interesting for me. What the big? I want to see someone massive fight someone who's maybe not as big and see what way the fight would go. Do you see Roy McDonald was like, "Here, I want to get in on this." Yeah, I know. Yeah, what is it? like? He's a psychopath. Something wrong with him. Like, he's gonna come out with a serial killer one day, and we'll be like, knew it. <laughs> Do you think so, yeah? Yeah, but he's actually so entertaining to watch. The way he talks, though, is really... He's, like, he's oh. American psycho, man. Yeah, That's who he is. Canadian-American psycho? Yeah, wearing his... Um, what's that? He's the so black, s- black polo. Yeah, he's so like... The, his, um, the, his tone of his voice is a bit like... Yeah, he's like, like... shit. I'm so excited to fight. Yeah. That's like... She is... He's scary. He's scary. The only person who's more scary than him is Robbie Lawler. Yeah, do you know what? The, see the way Brian Bader versus King Mo. I yeah. think like that's the one fight out of the four fights that doesn't have that much. Like if you missed that night, you wouldn't really give a shit. Yeah, which like, is weird because before that, before this heavyweight tournament was like announced, they were going to do Ryan Bader versus King Mo for the light heavyweight title, and they're fighting each other in this heavyweight tournament. And it'll be weird if King Mo beats Bader as well, and then at heavyweight. And then, like, lose the next round. Because then he has a win over the light heavyweight champion. And he fights a light heavyweight. So, I, I don't really know. I feel like Bellator also gave too many slots to the non-heavyweights. As in, like, they also have, like, Bobby Lashley fighting. And I think they have one or two other. Sergey Caratano fighting. And then they had a chance to, like, build maybe a heavyweight who's not as well known as well. Yeah. Yeah, but the thing is, that it's having the names. Like, realistically, mm. the, the worst name there is probably King Mo. But he's like Mr. Bellator. Maybe so. Um, yeah, I suppose. But it's like Fedor, Fedor will sell out any the stadium. Like, not yeah. stadium, but like... He, he, he yeah, he's going to sell out a show, yeah. Yeah. And then like, Son and Rampage, that's going to probably be the most like... That's probably the biggest hyped. fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And the then most. like, Mitrion versus Roy Nelson. It's probably the winner of that fight would be the clear favourite to win the whole tournament. Yeah. yeah, and didn't Big Country beat him before, didn't he? Yeah. Um... Yeah, yeah, I actually think so, yeah, in the UFC, yeah. yeah in the UFC. That rings a bell. And then Mitrion's beaten, um, <laughs> beaten Fedor. Yeah. And then, I think Mir has beaten Big Country. So, like... Is that fight... Who do you think going to win between Fedor and Mir? It's hard to tell, because Mir has been gone for such a long yeah. time now. And Fedor hasn't looked great. So, if I have to guess, I, I think Frank Mir might be able to submit him. Take him down. Yeah. I, I love so. Fedor just went down and smashed everyone and then was then called out... Called out like uh, Steve Amiotic or Brock Lesnar, something like that. But uh, yeah, Bellator heavyweight tournament. It's I'm not gonna say it's great, but I will say it's interesting. Yeah, it, it sounded like a better than what we're after getting. Yeah, but it's better it's like when you get a present with lovely wrapping, and then you open it, and you're like, oh, it's not actually that good. Well, it's better than. Well, I think Bellator afternoon, Bellator one eighty seven, Bellator one eighty eight, and Bellator one eighty nine. With out one recognizable MMA name in it, like, so this, this is probably going to be without being too harsh about tour. I th- I think half of these. <clears throat> well, I say Fedor if he fights three matches. I mean, like Sonnen, how many fights has Sonnen got left? All right, by Carla, who's going to win it? 
I think that's the best way to do it. Yeah, I think I think the winner of this, uh, the winner of Matt Mitrione and uh, Big Country, I think will win it. I think I think Sonnen and Rampage and Vader and King Mo, they're all going to be like the everyone wants to fight them. Yeah, yeah, the smaller person. Yeah, the smaller. Yeah. Oh, for me, Matt Mitrione's like head and shoulders clear favorite above him. Also, I feel like he has the ability to finish the fight early and be fresh to go again. Yeah. Uh, and then in terms of the other ones, King Mo's actually done a lot of tournament style based fights, so I'd actually sort of fancy King Mo yeah, suppose, to do quite well. Suppose they're, they're doing it like, there's one in January, one in February, one in March, one in April, yeah. and then, the, oh shit, then they're moving down to like, like, whatever, June, July, and then... Yeah, the, the I think it's going to depend. They're going to have to do a few alternative fights as well, as in like, in case someone can't fight, they're gonna have to have some like backup matches. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah maybe Bobby Lashley and Czech Congo. That's the other name I was looking for. Like, yeah. Why are they in the tournament? Basically, is what I'm saying. Suppose Czech Congo is just like such a bad fighter to watch that they're yeah. like, I hear no, you're not just not involved. Although like he would stick out like a sore thumb. It's like Fedor, Mir, Czech Congo. It's like what? Yeah, like, well, I don't think he's that unrecognizable. Yeah, I think he's no, more not recognizable than uh, King Mo. What the king? Do with the crown. Yeah. Yeah, but like King Mo probably sell more tickets, and his name yeah. sounds cooler than. Yeah, but what's his name again? Czech Congo. Czech Congo, yeah. Yeah, but if, uh, well, like where is Czech Congo? Like he's fighting Beltor, and I don't think he's lost Beltor, and it's just like yeah. oh, we're not using them. We're not using them. Yeah, he's probably not selling tickets though. Yeah, but he must be. They must pay him a decent amount. Yeah, no, he's but not gonna pay the buttons. Yeah, no. But... <laughs> All right, well, like I, I just want to see him as an alternative. Make him fight Bobby Lashley in a fight because yeah. I watch that because they're two physical specimens. Yeah, well, like, realistically, someone's going to end up pulling out of something anyway. Yeah. Imagine it was the final. And then, like, it was like, right here, uh, Matt Mitrion can't fight against Chelsea. Who do they call in? Fedor. Bigfoot Silva. <laughs> Bigfoot Silva. <laughs> Is he not still KO'd? No. He's, like, 1 in 10 in his last fights. Oh. He got he got killed by your man, uh, Rico Verhoeven. Yeah. That fellow's a legend, by the way. I think your man, Rico Verhoeven, like, because it was like such a lopsided fight and because people were like this, this is a disgraceful fight they actually had to say Rico Verhoeven came and was like this is my most dangerous opponent yeah it's like yeah bloody as in like dangerous oh, and then Bigfoot Silva like, was like I'll give you a rematch and then mate and like Verhoeven's like man I'm just going to knock you again because Bigfoot Silva just stands in MA as well Bigfoot Silva is just like, like someone likes to like protect his brain yeah 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 he needs to put on like one of them like like he needs to put on an NFL helmet or something, fight with that on. Yeah, so I think <laughs> I, I think we're on to the Ultimate Fighter finale. Yeah, so the Ultimate Fighter finale is on this Friday, same night as Bellator. Um, I actually say that the Ultimate Fighter finale will probably get more views, but um, it's only there's a couple of people to look out for. Um, Eric Spicy's fighting. Yeah, very good uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu black belt. Yeah, uh, yeah, Ross's good friend, Sean O'Malley. Yeah, uh, from Dayton White Contender Series. Um, he had a really good head kick knockout on that. Uh, Joe Soto's fighting against Brett Jones. Brett Jones is a Welsh fighter, so look out for him. But Joe Soto's also a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu black belt, so that would be very interesting. Yeah. Uh, also, the former... Oh, no, the, yeah, the ultimate fighter winner, Andrew Sanchez, is fighting Ryan Janas. Yeah, he's from South Africa. Yeah. Jeez, we're calling <laughs> fights that no one cares about. Yeah, I know, yeah, but it's just like in the main event, the winner of the Ultimate Fire... Will, will Ultimate Fire Flyweight Division will be crowned, which is uh, going to be very interesting. So Roxanne Modafferi is going to fight Eubanks in the other semi-final, which hasn't been shown light on air. And the winner is going to fight Nico Montano. Yeah. Which I actually... I'm not going to lie, I've watched none of the Ultimate Fire this season, just because like, I have no interest in seeing... 
Justin Gaethje and Eddie Alvarez talk crap to each other. I have a lot of interest in seeing them fighting, but oh, no yeah. interest in seeing them talk to each other. So Roxanne Mataferi was one of the favourites going in. Your one, Nico Montana, was ranked 14 going into it, and now she's in the final. So, and Eubanks was ranked 12. So I don't actually overly care who wins it, because I feel like the best flyweight in the world was not on that show. I don't know who the best flyweight in the world probably will be, but you know who I actually think is going to get a cheeky flyweight title shot very soon? If Cynthia Calveo can win, who knows? She could go up to flyweight and compete for that belt. Yeah. And she's actually gorgeous, isn't she? Yeah, and she was very, very sound. Yeah. And I think Paige Van Zandt's looking for that flyweight belt as well. And UFC would love to, like, puddle around one of their waists as opposed to... Yeah. The winner of this old one fire series who no one knows was even on the show. Yo, maybe they're probably doing that so one of them will get a belt and be like, oh, look, they have the belt now. And then, like... I can't believe there's going to be... Go someone's going to be a UFC champion and they probably have, like, under 10,000 Instagram and Twitter followers combined. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see what happens anyway. But, uh... <clears throat> excuse me. Right. We might as well break down UFC 218. That's where the real fights are this weekend. Yeah, yeah so the UFC, UFC 218 is on this weekend on Saturday. Yeah, um, I'm about to forget where it's on. So Why is Detroit in my head? Yeah, it is Detroit. Okay, um, that's actually funny enough. All right, yeah. Can. yeah so, oh yeah, because yeah, okay, you're gone. Yeah, so you see two eighteen is on this weekend, headlined by Max Holloway versus Jose Aldo. Two. Oh, two. Yeah. So we're just gonna go through the card. There's some really big fights, and there's some certain fighters you want to look out for. Um, which one do you want to kick it off with? Um, might as well start off in the welterweight division. Alex Cowboy uh, Oliveira is going to fight Yancy Medeiros. Uh, Yancy Medeiros is very undersized. Well, actually, they're both quite smaller welterweights, but I think uh, Alex Oliveira's look more comfortable at welterweight. Uh, Medeiros is obviously doing some training with Holloway before this fight, but I think Cowboy looks quite good at uh, welterweight there, doesn't he? Yeah. Uh, well, he's definitely he's have to win. He won his last fight anyway. And yeah, I think he's. I think he won the fight before that. Yeah, right? he, I think we will Brooks before that. So he's actually on a bit of a, a bit of a roll. Yeah, and then Charles Oliveira is fighting Paul Felder in the lightweight division. Oliveira, like he's sort of chops and changes between lightweight and featherweight. Struggles to make the weight at uh, featherweight. Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu black belt, very slick on the ground. Paul Felder likes to stand on the feet. Obviously, good friends with Cowboy Cerrone. Um, he also did the commentary down in UFC Sydney for the first time ever and he was actually not bad on that but who am I going to pick to win I feel like Ch- uh, Charles Oliveira has yeah. more skills to be honest yeah. what's your take well, I was coming for Charles Oliveira I'm not, I'm not yeah. overly familiar with Paul Felder anyway yeah. but uh, then on the main card the strawweight division Tisha Torres is taking on Michelle Watterson the karate hottie um, seen, she hasn't been around in a while no I think, don't think she's been around since she lost Rose Yeah, and like Rose like Beat her quite badly. Although Rose beating Joanna so easily doesn't make it seem as devastating. Sure, doesn't. Yeah, yeah. I think Michelle Watterson, you can tell, has a lot of talent anyway. Like, yeah, she's, she's very, very, very technical, very good looking as well. But I think her thing was she's fight Adam weight, which is like one hundred and five pounds. So I think she's always very undersized. And yeah. Tisha Torres is a very good wrestler. So I actually think Tisha Torres is going to win the decision here. Decision. Yeah. Karate hottie. I can't, I can't believe she did that like magazine in the nip. She's actually gorgeous, yeah, isn't she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So sculpted. Yeah. And then we have... In the lightweight... Po- what? Possibly fight of the night candidate. If not fight of the year candidate. Yeah, by the way, why isn't... You know, in the lightweight division, Eddie Alvarez has taken on Justin Gagey. How come this isn't on the Friday headline, the, Friday, the that card? I think I think there are... I think UFC 218 at one stage, I think they were looking to get Steve Bay on it to do a heavyweight title fight and they were looking to like really bulk up the card and yeah. then when they were looking, mi- missing for names, they were like... 
Right, well, the Ultimate Fighter finale, they're going to crown a champion. So that can be the highlight there. It's going to be five rounds anyway. And I think they were just like, here, look, we'll just make Eddie Alvarez fight Justin Gaethje on pay-per-view because people might buy it if they're on it. Yeah. But uh, Justin Gaethje was absolutely phenomenal against Michael Johnson. That was so, that was class. Maybe that was, that. That was my round of the year. Round one, Johnson versus Gaethje was one of the best rounds I've ever seen in my entire life. It was so wild. Both men were like it? all over the place at one stage. <laughs> and then, then Eddie Alvarez is always good for a scrap unless you find Conor McGregor and he just gets his head knocked off. But <laughs> uh, look, this is going to be an absolute barn burner. They're both just going to stand in the middle of the ring and absolutely throw fire at each other until one drops. Justin Gaethje doesn't have that quit in him. No, he doesn't. But like, I'm, I'm, like who knows how far he can go in the lightweight division. I just, sort of, I just sort of look at him and be like, Someone's eventually gonna like not brawl with him, just be so technical that he's just gonna get take him on the ground. Yeah, yeah. not even take him on the ground, but just like if you fought, I just feel if you fought McGregor, you couldn't like throw those winging punches, or you fought Tony Ferguson. They're, they're loose. Like, sort of, he sort of fights like he's drunk or something, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, like, like just yeah, he, everything with bad intentions. Yeah, everything yeah, like yeah, everything's yeah. the knockout. Shot. I think he's eighteen and zero with sixteen or seventeen knockouts. I think, I think it was fifteen. Knockouts. But it's a lot of knockouts yeah. anyway. Yeah. He's he's frighteningly powerful anyway. Yeah. And I'm going to pick Gagey for the win there. Yeah. You see, Eddie Alvarez just have to wreck him ahead the way he was just like, in that fight against Poirier, like, like he like got disqualified. And, yeah. And it was just like, it was like, what are you doing? And I know, I know he, lo- he looks well now these days, but I mean like, yeah, he's in very good shape now for yeah. it, but there's something like, there's some bit dangerous about Gagey that he's never lost well though. That's the thing. I think Gagey seems more interesting. He's like, who's my equal? Yeah. He's like, he's better. Whereas like, Eddie Alvarez, you already saw him fight and he looked like, like it looked like he was almost paid off to lose mm. against McGregor. Although they both seem like they're a bit drunk or something, don't they? The way they talk. Eddie Alvarez has been. Justin Gage is just a lot more fresher. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Gage yeah, for the win anyway. Yeah. Hopefully, he does that backflip as well. Remember, he did it last time. Where he like fell in his face. Well, did, did he like knock out on the cage first time around? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah make yeah. it up for a break and shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Remember, you dropped me home was like half five in the morning. It yeah. was like it was like it was, man, it's fucking bright. It was worth it though for that fight. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because the rest of the car was shit. Yeah, and we're just like. Man, we need something to happen in this last one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was hilarious, though. But, uh, yeah, so we're both going Gaethje, anyway. Uh, in the flyweight division, Henry Cejudo's taking on Sergio Pettis. Um, the winner of this could fight for Demetrius Johnson for the tight lift. He's not fighting Dillashaw. You don't see him press very. No, I'm just like... I'm like, well, Demetrius Johnson like fight like TJ... T- what noise is he making? Did he fight TJ Dillashaw or something? Like, just something cool. Yeah, it's like... It's like <laughs> 16 was absolutely smash everyone else. Yeah, yeah. I'm bored. like... He had to entertain himself by doing like a takedown armbar to like challenge himself. Yeah. Um, for me, I just think Cejudo was like too good a wrestler, and yeah. I think he's just gonna win that fight. Take him down. That's it. Yeah, that's what I'm going with as well. I'm not, I'm not like I don't not like Sergio Pettis. I'm just not like like the way we saw on how we. Uh, what's his brother? Um, Anthony Pettis. Anthony Pettis. Way they were like, yeah, we're we're just like real famous around the area and just going get invited to all these places. It's like here, look. I don't give a shit about that. Go and do your training, and because yeah. that, that's what I love seeing. I love, I love the like the blood, the sweat, the tears of the sport in the, the training room. And like, yeah, you want to see the hard work pay off again? Yeah. They not to be like, I don't care if you're on the red carpet. Yeah. But look, even the way Cody Garbrandt, the amount of money was pumped into him, lost, and then it's just like, oh for fuck's sake, we have to start again. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? <laughs> but here, look, this is what I'm looking forward to: the big dogs. The battle of the big dogs in the heavyweight division. Um, it is Mr. Alistair Overeem taking on Francis and the Predator in Ganu. Um, Here, Barry, Overeem's your favourite heavyweight, isn't he? Yeah, I, I like him a lot, yeah. Yeah, and then, like, 
Yeah, but you also like Ngannou, though. Don't oh, you? I, yeah, I do like yeah, Ngannou. Yeah, yeah. I think he's, he's, he's the scariest heavyweight, isn't he? Man, he's out living in Vegas now. I guarantee you Dana White was like, right, get the, get out here now. And then like they're just having him in the lab. Living in the gym. Living in yeah, the gym, yeah. Yeah, yeah you're the, right, the like, lab. Like, the lab. Like, it I, is I, the lab. I feel, like, I feel like he wears like a heart monitor and like everything he does is like tested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like UFC are like dying for him to fight Stipe. Yeah. But like, I can't believe how like in Ga- like... Uh, Alistair Overeem has fought more times in the UFC than Francis Ngannou has had professional fights so and like think about uh, how all the, how many titles like Overeem has in like uh, Dream, Pride K1, uh, K-1 like the, how, how decorated he is I can't believe he's only fought for the UFC title once yeah which is weird it is actually a bit weird especially thinking of Uberim as well but like this is now like Ngannou's like the Uberim if you know what I mean yeah yeah Ngannou is a different specimen yeah he's like the new He's, oh, he's, Alistair Overeem. He's just this, like, Cameroonian giant. Yeah. Six and, five. Yeah, sure. We stood beside him over in New York, and I was like... Yeah. Giant, man. I was like, that's Paul Pogba on steroids. Yeah. It was like the Hulk was walking around. Yeah. Um, How like, did we not get a snap? I was too we afraid to ask. <laughs> <laughs> he had the shades on and all. Yeah. Felt a tie with Tony Ferguson. But uh, I was like, I'm just picking a Ganu because I want to see him win. I know, yeah. You picked against Overeem? <sighs> you see, like, I want Overeem to become champion, but, like... You see the thing is, if Overeem goes in and is smart about this, being like, right, just use take it down, just use it, yeah, just use all the experience. Yeah, I think I, I think it all depends on how much Overeem fears Ngannou's power. Yeah, because I don't think Ngannou's afraid because really he's basically knocked out nearly everyone who's ever fought. That's so. the thing, like Ngannou, like Ngannou probably has no head trauma, whereas mm. Overeem probably is. Yeah, you probably and like I could see like Ngannou hitting him and then like. Gaslam Bisbing two popping you know yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, also Alistair Overeem is the number one, number one in the division as well. Yeah. So like, if Ngannou wins, then there's your, there's he, next that's Stipe Ngannou. Yeah, he's like, I want to be the champ. Like he's right. in the he's in the lab. He's literally in the lab. You see, are dying to put a belt around him, especially considering they're having like contract issues with Stipe. I feel like the Ngannou, they're just like, oh, you're the champion now. It's like, yeah. yes, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I yes, feel like, sir. yeah, he's like brilliant. Well, what's going on with Stipe? He's having contract issues. I think he, I think what happened was he became champion and then he fought over him and then he was absolutely freaked that he found out over him got paid more money for the title fight than he did. But at the end of the day, this is my biggest issue when fighters argue about the contracts. When they sat down and signed that contract UFC, they all shook hands, they opened a bottle of wine, they all celebrated afterwards and they yeah. were delighted how much they could pay until they found out how much someone else gets paid and then they're like, oh no. But at the time when you were told you were getting paid that, you were delighted with life. So yeah. like, you sort of have to Remember that time and be like, right, I agreed for that. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's then, it. Yeah, but then like if certain amount of people tell you how great you are, you just think differently though as well, you know? Yeah, that's true. But I feel like I feel like you should never sign more than like a three fight contract, so yeah. therefore you're like Well yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, but also if you're the champ, you're like you're yeah. like, oh, you should definitely be on more than everyone else in the champ. Yeah, but you, you should get that signed into your contract that like you're on more than every other heavyweight in the division. Well yeah. that it is what it is. Anyway, until C pays back, this is the best heavyweight fight you can see. Yeah. I think yeah, I think I think over, uh, I think if over and smart he can win, but who knows? Like he's quite he's getting on as well. So I think Francis Ngannou has just been in the lab for so long that he's just actually gonna like do the business. Yeah. So we're gonna move on to the main event of the evening in the featherweight division. Max Holloway taking on Jose Aldo for the second time. Ross Cowell take it away. What do you think is gonna happen here? Look, I'm gonna be honest and frank with you. I was very surprised Jose Aldo was so willing to accept his fight on short notice because. 
there was times when Jose Aldo was champion, he wouldn't fight someone else on short notice. He was like, yeah. oh no, it wasn't game plan for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, like, like, I haven't taken my steroids this yet. And also, it was a bit like, if Jose Aldo just wins his next fight, he gets a bit longer to prepare for Max Holloway again. Um, but the way I look at it is, when a younger guy beats an older guy for the first time, I feel like when they fight again, the younger guy will beat the older guy. It's same round again, except this time easier. It's a bit like when TJ Dillashaw fought Hen Brow. He went in there, beat him, and then when he fought Hen Brow for a second time, he beat him again, except only easier. Yeah. And I see this sort of happen with Max Holloway. Jose Aldo will be very dangerous for the first two rounds yet again. Yeah. But once that first two rounds is over, Aldo will start to gasp it. And Holloway's pace is so relentless. Yeah. It's so like almost like Diaz-esque, as in the longer fight goes on, the more he's like, give me more. And the size difference. Yeah, and Aldo is not as long and lean as Holloway is. And I just see... Aldo picking apart, or Aldo getting picked apart in the feed again, which is Freudian to think how good Holloway is that you say Aldo's going to get picked uh, apart in the feed. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm picking Max Holloway to retain his belt. Yeah, same here, man. He looks like he looks like I've seen it. I've seen how it happens. Yeah. And I feel like yeah. it's going to happen again. Yeah. Although, then again, Aldo, Aldo won the first two rounds in the last fight. Yeah. Although, then again, like, I've seen how Rocco beat Bisming and, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, but this is different because Rocco yeah. is walking around with a big smug smirk. Yeah, yeah. Whereas Holloway he, looks like he's like. Never out of the gym. Yeah. Holloway's like the champ doesn't pick his fights. Yeah, the the contenders beg to fight him. Like yeah. he he's just willing to keep going and knocking these guys out. Yeah, he's like, it's not what I prepare for, but it's what I'm gonna do. And Holloway's just badass, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, I like him. I like him. He's he's definitely. I'd say he's in my like top three favorite champions to see fight. He's not in like my, my top five people I want to see interview, yeah. but I love actually seeing him in the octagon fighting. Yeah, he's, yeah he's, he's like he's not like that funny. Yeah, he, you know? I'm not that entertained seeing a new yeah. interview. But like, I said, where's Jose Waldo? Yeah, yeah, like, like, oh, like no, yeah, no. he's not funny. I don't really have a lot of time for him speaking. But him in the octagon, Freud. Yeah, 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 yeah. Huge yeah. fan, way yeah. bigger fan in the octagon than outside yeah. the octagon. Do I, I don't know what, what do you think Jose Aldo's going to do after this now? Because I have a feeling he's not going to win. Oh, I, you, I could, but you can also picture if he actually won, you can picture him like not fighting for a year, just being like, no, I have the belt again. Ha, see his You know who the biggest loser is here. It could be Frank Yeager. Because if Jose Aldo beats Max Holloway, they're not doing Frankie Yeager, Ma- Jose Aldo 3. Could they do Max Holloway, Jose Aldo 3? Yeah. Back in Brazil again? Potentially so. They really like to accommodate Jose Aldo, don't they? Like, they must, they must, there's something going on there or something. I feel like he's probably quite easy to deal with bar him McGregor, if that makes sense. I don't know. Should be a good night. I'm, like that. That's definitely one that I have to watch live. Yeah. Cause, like, well, I actually thought they were going to do Swanson versus Holloway, but they just didn't. Yeah, it is what it is. Well, I think now it's sort of like right. If Jose Aldo loses again, it's just sort of like right. It's done. See you later, but not like see you, see you later. But it's more like right. The new the new breed is mean now. Yeah, they're also they're also like the times come and go. Aldo almost becomes a problem because he's gonna like beat so many of the other featherweights. That cold fight for the right. title instead. Yeah, but he doesn't seem to fight the same way that he did. Like those kicks, those leg kicks aren't as vicious yeah. as they once were. No, like they, they were like they were like a like a python fucking going for you to kill you. Now it's just sort of like he seems to, he seems to be like right. I'm gonna see. I'm gonna win in over five rounds and get win by decision. Yeah, I think after he lost McGregor, like McGregor took soul, and then he fought Frank Yeager. And I think it was going. It was almost nice for him to fight Frank Yeager because he's like I've already beaten him. Yeah. So he knew he could do it. And then he fought Holloway, and he's like I've never beaten him. Yeah. And Holloway, I think like Edgar had respect for him because he lost him, and then Holloway didn't have respect for him because he never fought yeah. him. So therefore, it's going to be a weird predicament because this is going to be the first time Aldo's fighting someone who's beaten already. 
Actually, yeah, I never even thought about that. It's funny. Because uh, the amount of rematches Aldo's done, he's already beaten the other yeah. person. Max Holloway also said that uh, he's been watching Jose Aldo since he was 17. Yeah. Which is so funny to think. Because, like, what age is Max Holloway? Like, 25, probably now. Yeah. But I think that's the thing is, like, Aldo was the king of his division for so long, and he knew he was fighting at that weight class. So, like, who else are you going to watch? Oh, the yeah, best yeah, yeah, division. that's the thing, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but funny, I, funny it works, isn't it? I, I think that sort of wraps up the fight news. But yeah, I'm actually quite excited for UFC 218 uh, this weekend. There's actually some really good fights on the card. Yeah. Uh, just a couple of things I want to bring up in the fight world. Um, Manny Pacquiao put a picture out of Conor McGregor sitting on the couch be, being like... Stay ready or... Yeah, yeah, something like that. He was just sort of like... Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. I'm lo- like, I'm lo- stay fit. Yeah, he's like, I'm looking out for you. What do you think... Uh, what do you make of that? Like, how random is that? I'm just a bit or like, is, it, or what, is what, it that random? Yeah, but what is Manny Pacquiao doing these days? Like, he's trying to become president of the Philippines or something like that, yeah. and then he's also looking for Conor McGregor. It's like, do you <laughs> not do you not have like umpteen amount of money in his bank? I don't see Manny Pacquiao like have the most lavish lifestyle either. Yeah, but it, like, wasn't his last fight against uh, like a, a the Australian guy who was like, a teacher? teacher yeah. yeah, and, and he, he lost. lost. Yeah. So I, 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 to be honest, I don't know what Pacquiao's doing. I feel like maybe he doesn't run his own Instagram, and someone else did it. Well, someone else, whoever runs Conor McGregor's Instagram, put that up on his one by mistake. He's like, oh, sorry, bud. Oh, no, it's like, I, leave there as a joke. I, I, I wouldn't say that, but like, I've no interest in seeing Conor McGregor box again because it's like not as entertaining. I oh, know, yeah. And it's not as devastating. And like, I want to see him get in there and fight someone in May who I'm like, oh, it might knock him out. When do you think we're going to hear something else from Conor McGregor like in the new year? Yeah, probably so. I'd say February we'll find out and it'll be fighting, fighting March or April. Whoever he fights, it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, also, a funny picture went up on Instagram from uh, Tyson Fury with a picture with Ricky Hatton, both with her tops off and both like looking extremely overweight. Yeah. And being like, we're in great shape, lads. Yeah, I actually looked at the photo and I couldn't believe how <laughs> out of shape Tyson Fury is. It actually looks photoshopped how out of shape he is. And you know what? He's sort of proud of it as well, though. Yeah, I know, yeah. He actually is. He's delighted with life. I think he weighs <laughs> over like 400 pounds. Yeah, yeah. He, he's walking around like. Like the big show has never been yeah. in worse shape than that, and I just looked at him and I was like, He actually made Tricky Hatton look like he's in very good shape. <laughs> it was frightening, but humorous. So, like, if you're looking for that picture, Fury's handle on Instagram is the Gypsy King, so look it up. Yeah, he is a bit of a character, right? Yeah, uh, is there anything else in the fight world you want to talk about before we move on? Uh, I think that sort of sums it up, really, doesn't it? Uh, nothing else majorly broke that we won't discuss in a future podcast so yeah I think that's what it is isn't it yeah so that draws a conclusion to the end of the fight world uh, we're just going to stick around for another 15 minutes to say talking about the world of football um, I actually just really want to kick it off with talking about Cyrus Christie Ireland's right back um, now everyone knows Cyrus Christie he's not he's not what's the word Caucasian He's not, yeah, he's, he's not, not Caucasian. Yeah. He's not a white man. He's not. He's not a, like your stereotypical white ginger Irish, Irish man. Yeah, yeah, right. So Cyrus Christie's representing Ireland, wearing a green jersey, and he's going out representing the country, our country. And he was getting trolled in the internet, being like, "Here, like you shouldn't be playing for our country and all this stuff." Now, like, if you think about how diversified Ireland has become over the last say like, twenty, twenty, if not twenty five years, yeah, and. This probably has nothing to do with it, but like, even if you look at people these days who are like dating people, not even from Ireland, or like only going for like foreign girls or foreign yeah. guys, then what gives anyone the right to be like, you can't represent our country wearing a green? Especially, especially how good he was, probably the best player on the pitch that day when we lost 5 1. I know we lost 5 1, but I mean. Yeah, I was actually very impressed with him because in previous games, throughout the qualifying campaign, I've been like, Christy was muck. Yeah. And like, 
<laughs> I have no problem with someone slating someone like if they had a bad game or saying all that, whatever. But like attacking someone from like the colour of their skin yeah. or their religion or their sexual preference is just like such a weak character move to do by someone else. And at the end of the day, there's no room for in the world of sport anyway, or anywhere really. But like in the world of sport, so like irrelevant to start saying someone and attacking someone for it. And at the end of the day, if he wants to put on a green jersey at the like for himself and for the country, I'll always support that. I like sort of comes back to Bundy uh, Kai as well. That like people are saying like, yeah. oh, he's from New Zealand, he shouldn't be allowed to play and all that. Look, he calls his he calls this country home. Yeah, and if Did someone calls this country home. And they want to put on a green jersey for Ireland. That's what I want to see. And, like, he's got, like, Christy, Aki, blood, sweat and tears for the country. And at the end of the day, yeah. as long as they go out there and give 100% each time, that's all I care about. I don't care where they were born initially. And who are these people giving out? Like, what are they doing? Yeah, well, like, Joe, the bread maker from Limerick, <laughs> you know what I mean? Your man drinking points in the pub. Yeah, probably like... probably some fella on, on Dole who's like, one of the robbing my job in the centre. <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah, but, but, yeah, like, yeah, but he's the same guys in sports in the United's, the Liverpool's, the, even Real Madrid's maybe. And like, when people like that, like, when the firm or whatever, wherever these people are from score yeah. goals, they're not like, oh... He's not Irish either, stable. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, just say like, what? Yeah, but like, you only have to walk down O'Connell Street and you like, you meet a Brazilian fella, you meet a Polish fella, you meet a little Lithuanian girl, yeah. you meet, you meet like, someone from the south side, you meet someone from Cork. You know what I mean? Like, Dublin and Ireland is probably one of the most diverse countries in the world in terms of like, nationalities where people are from. And like, to slay someone because, like, due to their nationality and like, not due to their character, yeah, it's so yeah. like, it's so weak minded by the person who's doing it, it's actually frightening. Yeah, it's so like, Get a grip. Yeah, you're so like uncomfortable in your own skin that you have to like slate someone from where they were born, where they actually have no control yeah. over either. At least, at least slate someone for like how shit their teeth are or something, not like where they're from or the nationality. Like, yeah. I mean, like, come on, the like, yeah, there's, there's what, no need like, for it. It's, it's just like if they smelly breath or something, like, just slate them for that. Like, I mean, to be like, oh, stay to him. Like, but I also don't understand, like, they all, they, like, they wouldn't do it on the street walk exactly, by me, yeah. you know what I mean? It's like behind their mobile phone, like on Twitter. And just yeah, but that's why I'm so much happier when we don't put much stuff out on Twitter because, like, people yeah. just randomly come at you. Whereas on Instagram, it's such, like, positive message yeah. uh, app. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? it's, a, yeah, it's a lot more positivity and it's just more so, yeah. like, yeah, but I think <laughs> if you sort of say something on Twitter, you can almost, like, Hide your account or delete yeah, your account. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the thing. As opposed to on Instagram, it's a bit more like they said that. Yeah, but like I mean, get a grip if like mm. if you like. Although I highly doubt many people listen to our show are actually out like giving out about. Yeah, no, I don't yeah, think people who yeah. listen to Energize go. We hate Tyrus Christie. Well, they might think he's crap at football, but like that's a different story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just, I just wanted to put mm. that out there as well. No, but uh, moving on to some better news. Uh, Lionel Messi won his fourth Golden Shoe this week as well. Uh, he's now tied with Ronaldo. And they both now have four. Um, but, like, what are we going to... When we look back at this generation of, like, Ronaldo, Messi, Ronaldo, Messi, like, what what would be said? They're the two greatest footballers of all time, bar none. No one else even close. Yeah. The, you know the, I mean? yeah. Like, their accolades are absolutely frightening. They meant the La Ligas, Champions Leagues, Golden Boots, Ballon d'Ors, they've won. No one can come close to what they've won. I know, it's just, it's absolutely ridiculous. Like, the golden shoe actually goes to the player who scored the most goals in the in the calendar year as well. Yeah. And uh, that's absolutely crazy. That's absolutely crazy. Yeah. Fair play to Lino Messi. Yeah. We're not surprised. I know, yeah, but like, who, who's the best? Is there even a way of like, because like, Ronaldo's better at certain things than Messi is than Messi. Well, I, like, I think like, Ronaldo. the last 
six weeks, Messi's been the best. Yeah. But like, last year, for the same six weeks, Ronaldo was the best. Yeah. The next six weeks, Ronaldo could be the best. You know what I mean? It's, Nani, it's like, Nani would be the best. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, <laughs> it's, like it's, it's like I always say, it's like, who pissed hardest the latest, you know what I mean? Like, that's it. It's like, yeah, that's it is, the yeah. way it is. It totally is, yeah. And, look, great performance by the, great performance by, uh, Ronaldo during the week got back in the goal scoring thing so I think that's where we're sort of moving to the next Champions League isn't it? Yeah uh, as you know the Champions League was on last week so we're just going to run through just some of the main topic, talking points from the Champions League uh, we're then going to move into the weekend's football and then the week coming up football yeah. yeah so very energised very energised yeah so basically start <laughs> off with Real Madrid beat Apoel 6-0 I think it was 6-0 or 6-1 anyway. And uh, Ronaldo scored two goals, so he's back on the score sheet. And then he also scored in the Liga, so uh, I'm just happy Ronaldo's back scoring goals. I think everyone is. Yeah. You know I mean? uh, also, we can't move on much further after Liverpool were winning 3-0 away from home against Sevilla and then ended up drawing 3 all. Yeah. Um, I actually didn't think Liverpool were going to let in the third, but uh, fair play to them. They they proved me wrong and then got yeah. the 3-all. But Salah was on fire again in the first half. Yeah, Salah was on fire again. Um also, Man United losing 1-0 to Basel in yeah. like the 90th minute. Um, do you know what? The, after the match, it was just sort of like, no one really cared because you know, yeah. I'd have to make sure now that they they can see less than seven goals to qualify automatically into the next round. Yeah, they sort of won the group already. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. was, uh, I think, yeah. I don't, I, but like, but, it was the inconvenience to go to Switzerland. That's what it was. Yeah. Basel are actually unbeaten there in a very, very long time. And they beat Chelsea there and they beat Liverpool there before as well. Mm. Uh, Spurs also beat Borussia Dortmund 2-1. Um, Spurs, Spurs are so random, like they're like top of the group. Yeah, but like in the league, then they're like doing really poor again now. And but like in the Champions League, they're doing quite well. Yeah. Um, look, maybe they just like those big nights in the Champions League. Uh, went over to Dortmund to beat Dortmund away from home. So like very solid result for them. Very solid. Yeah. Uh, another solid result for Chelsea. Went four 0 against Quarabag. Um I was surprised at that one, man. I think top Quarabag were going to stick it up to them. Yeah, I think Quarabag were very, very shocked at that result. They're unlucky. Yeah, and then Man City getting a late one 0 win over Feyenoord, and that year made again. Raheem Sterling, Sterling scoring again. Um, like uh, look, that City team is very good. I was actually, I actually thought they would have won like three or four 0 to be honest. But yeah. uh, look, another three points. City have won that group now, haven't they? Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, and then Celtic went one 0 up against PSG, and then lost seven one. PSG look like they actually cannot stop scoring goals in the Champions League. Barry, PSG's worst result in the Champions League this season was a 3-0 win <laughs> against Bayern Munich. They have scored 24 goals in five games and conceded one. That has to be a record, is it? Uh, yeah, it's, it's supposedly it is. I think it's a joint record. But there's still one more game to go, so but like I think it's actually just they're out their own now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. PSG are the hottest team in the Champions League yeah. right now. Also, Bayern Munich have actually after gone, they've been unbeaten since they got the new manager and let go of Ancelotti. Do you know that? Oh yeah, yeah. that'd be interesting to see. Yeah. Uh, is there anything else you want to say about the Champions League? Um, no, I think that's sort of it. Like we're basically just waiting to see where people fall first or second. I think a lot of the groups, the top two teams have qualified from. It's just whether who finished first, yeah. who finished second, and it'll be interesting to see. Real Madrid and Bayern Munich look like they're going to finish second in the group so like they'll be the teams to avoid in the next round for the likes of yeah. Man United or Liverpool so, so it's funny I was streaming the United game right and they had the Barcelona and Juventus game on the TV so I was watching two matches right and it was like into the 85th minute in both and I was like 
I can't believe I'm watching like two nil all draws. <laughs> the ba- Basel went to score, and I was like, I was like, what the f-? like? What yeah. <laughs> when like Real Madrid are winning six nil, yeah. uh, Liverpool are drawing three all. Celtic seven uh, one. Celtic seven one. Chelsea four nil, and you're sitting there watching the games with no goals. Yeah. Very me. Even Monaco lost four one to Red Bull Leipzig. <laughs> like you could have been watching any other game, you would have yeah. saw a few goals. Yeah. Very me. <laughs> and I, I, I yeah, do. but it's very hard to be like. What game, when all the games came, what game are you going to watch? It's like, oh, well, there's a replay of the Champions League final for, yeah, or yeah, Champions yeah. League semi-final, was it? No, final, yeah. No, semi-final, was it? two years ago. Oh, from two years ago and then semi-final from yeah. the year before. Yeah. It's like, it's very high-quality standard of football. Yeah, and then Messi, Messi came on as a sub as well. It was just like, came on as a sub? Yeah. That's very bizarre because yeah. yeah. I feel like if Messi's fit, he starts. You don't yeah. have him on the bench. Joe, last year, uh, Suarez and Ronaldo shared the golden boot yeah, yeah, and then like Suarez gave Messi the boot this year. Like Suarez must be like, geez, my career's have to move it up, yeah, massively since leaving Liverpool. Yeah, like being best mates with like Luis Suarez. I'm oh, sorry, uh, Messi. Yeah, it's funny. I don't know. Fair play to him. It is what it is. Yeah, he so, suppose, suppose he said during the week that um, all the referees may as well be wearing Real Madrid jerseys because they love them more than us. But aren't like Barcelona dominating league? So like. I don't understand why you need to make a comment like that when <coughs> yeah, but like sure, things like, are going well for you. Yeah, but like, look at like if he's not biting people, he's fucking giving out about them, you know. Yeah, true. He's a bit reckless, as far as reckless. Yeah, uh, yeah. The Champions League won't be back until next week anyway, so we'll go through it again. But the Premier League was on over the weekend and it kicked off on Friday. West Ham United are playing Leicester City one off. Um, David Moyes getting the point he always wanted, man. Yeah, his first point as Premier League manager. <laughs> so, uh, fair play to West Ham at home as well. Yeah. So, um, yeah, by the way, um, he's finally done it. Yeah, but uh, Riyad Mahrez comes out with some unbelievable touches. And, like, what do you think is a big deal with him why he's not, like, really pushed on since lifting the trophy? I think I think he thought there was going to be a massive bid put in from after they won the league. And, you know what? There was a lot of talk, but there was never actually noise of an actual bid either. So, Maybe he's a bit of a confidence player, and because that bid never came in, he might have like made his bed, and now he has to lie in it at Leicester. True, yeah. Um, yeah, but he still has some unbelievable touches. I could see him going to Arsenal or something yeah. if Oza leaves. So I could see or Sanchez. Like He'd be the perfect or Sanchez replacement, really. Yeah. Um, yeah. Crystal Palace won. Yeah, Crystal Palace. On top. Crystal Palace won two one against Stoke City. Uh, Jurg Reed go make Ruben off the cheese scored. Man, he should, I'm not even joking, this, this is a bit of an outrageous statement. He should start for England. Like, he's he's just so big and strong and hungry and he can do it all box to box. Hungry, I think yeah. he's, I, I actually think, like, if England want to move forward, they should put him starting midfield. There's no point having Jordan Henderson there. He doesn't offer them yeah. anything. He seems real confident as well. Yeah. It looks like, like I'm not going to say, like, the English Paul Pogba, but the confidence, obviously, like, yeah. it, like obviously, like, yeah, Pogba's won, like, five or six years. Yeah, but he's reminiscent of a Paul Pogba, as in, like, big, strong, physical, he, Brings the ball forward. Yeah, he doesn't seem like in in a, in a shit team like Palace. Yeah, he seems like he's confident. He's the, the leader. Yeah, he's the leader. Yeah. Man, I don't know why Chelsea are like letting him sit there at Palace. Honestly, like he's I see him and Kante like dominate midfield together. But I just think I think Abramovich wants like uh, each midfielder to have cost like thirty or forty. Yeah, million. like they probably sell him and then buy him back for sixteen. But like Ari Grant. Yeah. Uh, also, like uh, Mohamedou Sacco scored the winner in the ninety second minute. Like Liverpool should just never have let him go. Why not be like your look, Clavin shit. Lover and shit. You lads can go and we'll keep... We'll Sacco. Keep Sacco, yeah. Because Palace's record with him and their team last year after they got him was frighteningly good. I think they went unbeaten for seven or eight games, which is like unheard of for Chris Palace to do. 
It is unheard of, yeah. Fair play to Hodgson, I thought yeah. he was just... He was obviously seeing all enough to put Ruben off his cheek in yeah. someone with no experience and then like prove the, what he's worth. Uh, but we can't, Although, the, also, he got Zaha back and lost his cheek back at the same time. So Zaha, still, yeah. That's what they're missing. Yeah. Uh, also, Manchester United winning 1-0 against Brighton. Thank God after like losing 1-0 away in Basel. Uh, from an unbelievable strike from Ashley Young right Ashley Young he, I've never seen him like so perfectly pinpoint kick the ball off the defender how it would like lob the goalkeeper and go in I, I just I didn't know he was that good at being able to do that like yeah. now he's back in the England squad he's scoring crackers he's but, also he's also for the last two games well I don't know about the Basel game last two Premier League games had the most passes and the most touches so he's getting on the ball an awful lot yeah he was doing great cutting in that, yeah. he really likes that cutting but uh yeah, just look, look, a solid three points needed for Man United. Like, I don't care yeah. how the goal went in, it went in. Yeah, build from the bottom. Uh, unfortunately for all our Geordie, our Geordie Shore fans, uh, <laughs> Newcastle lost 3-0 to Watford. Um, Watford are hot at the moment. Yeah, Jones actually doing all right. Your man who scored, Will Hughes. Yeah, he is. I think he scored twice now. Yeah, the, the albino Englishman. And then uh, that Decore has also doing well in midfield. Yeah, uh, uh Unbelievable to find out the Swansea drew nil all with Bournemouth. Like, I mean, I was going to watch that. Free to miss that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Tottenham drew. <laughs> Tottenham drew one all with West Brom. West like, Brom went one nil up as well. Yeah, but the thing uh, is, like, right, you beat, you, you go, you go, you go from beating like Bruce Dortmund and then drawing one all. Yeah, but they sacked Tony Pulis, West Brom, so therefore they reignited their fire. Well, they started playing football rather than pumping along. Yeah, yeah. Harry Kane scored again. Shock. Uh, Liverpool drawn one on with Chelsea. I just can't believe that. Like uh, that's the second time Liverpool were winning the game in a week yeah, and threw away. Threw away. Each game more important than the last. Klopp must be like, like I, I think there's just so much for him to fix that it's just sort of like, it's 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 like a never ending job. It's not it's not like it's, he's not going to be able to quick fix fix it. It's not. Yeah, but let's 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 be really honest about it, right? Klopp's been in charge what two years or eighteen months, yeah. right? Longer than Mourinho, anyway. In charge of United. Who's Liverpool's worst player? Um, Albert Moreno. I was, I was like, I was thinking like Carrius. Yeah, but like, all right, well, a like, few players. All right, Liverpool's worst players: Lovren, Moreno, Carrius, yeah. yeah. Mingle, yeah. Clavin, Clavin. What position do they all play? Uh, in goals or defence? <laughs> a bit of both. Yeah. Who was Liverpool bought? No defenders. And then, like, you know what I mean. Yeah, what's the story like, yeah, but like, I think it's like, wait, we'll sign Oxide Chamberlain. Yeah, so like, who are Liverpool to blame over it? You know what I mean? Like, realistically, Klopp didn't get the players in. And like, you can't tell me there was no better left back or no better defender or no better goalkeeper to get in. Yeah, I know. Because there has to have been. Yeah, I know, yeah. So like, like look at uh, Arsenal getting your man Kosalnic or whatever his name is. Oh, the left that, back, yeah. Yeah, that Masafat who plays left back and centre half. Yeah, but what do you think it is? What do you think it is? Cause, like, For nothing. Yeah, but what, do you think it's... Do you think the players just only want to go to like the location? Because if it was for managers, you'd probably be like, right, Arsene Wenger's probably going to get fired and Jurgen Klopp isn't. And I'm coming from Germany, so I probably should go to Jurgen Klopp's team. I just look at it and be like... Or are they like, right, Liverpool must be a kip, so I'm going to go to London yeah, instead. Yeah, I, I don't. I still don't understand how they didn't get the Van Dijk deal done. I'm just like, he's playing for Southampton. All the other Southampton players went to Liverpool. Yeah. Why didn't Van Dijk go? <laughs> I was like... And but would that make like, much of a difference? I don't think that would... Like, I don't... I think they might st- like get a couple of points, but I mean, like Van Dijk's still improving the league as well. What is it? Yeah, well, Scottish well, Premier well, League. Well, put it this way: put it this way. Southampton aren't like rocking the league with Van Dijk. And yeah, Van I know. Yeah. You know what I mean, <laughs> I'm just more so like, show me something, or like go for someone, get someone in. It's like 
offer 80 million for Sergio Ramos and like get rejected by Real Madrid, but at least make it look like you're trying to buy a defender. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, pour yourself in the market. You know what I mean? <laughs> but like, the longer they put this off, the more they're just going to get pushed away. Yeah, but like, Jamie Carragher's like snapping on Sky Sports and Moreno. You know, snapping like. <laughs> and like, you think, you think, uh, like, you Klopp might be, si- you you be sitting at home going, I oh, know, Carragher's bitter, he doesn't have my job. No, he's probably like, diehard Liverpool fan. Wants to see Liverpool do as well as he can. Yeah. Probably shouldn't start Moreno left back. And like Danny Rose, like knocking a game for Spurs, he's like dying to leave, lads. It's like putting a forty million pound bid for Danny Rose. Like this whole call walk for fifty million. Rose is probably worth forty million. Just get him. Like get someone who's good at left back. They already have the Ben Davis stars for yeah, yeah. Spurs now. So like, just buy someone who's like good at football and play left back or centre half. But do you think Klopp is just thinking like, oh here we'll beat everyone five three. Looks that way, like yeah, 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 yeah. He's like Salah keeps scoring because the other team are gonna come back. Yeah, that's not sustainable either, man. No, you can't, you can't just be like we're gonna score five goals every game. Yeah, there's a few matches on Super Sunday as well. By the way, if you count them, oh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah go, go on. on. <laughs> Southampton four one against Everton. Oh, Virg- maybe Southampton are doing yeah, well. Yeah, Vir- Virgil Van Dijk scored four goals. <laughs> no, I'm joking. no, no, he didn't get any to be honest. Oh, God. Apparently, Skurdis' goal was very good. But it's sort of relevant when he conceded four. Yeah, what's the story with everything? Like, I mean, are they trying to be as <laughs> shit as possible or what? Like? Looks like Big Sam's actually going to finally get that job. They're bringing him back in for talks, but, uh, like, yeah, but they, like are, they, are they going to have to be like, right, if you finish 14th or 13th this season, like, that's a good season for us now at the stage right now. Yeah, but, like, they, they got hockey there in Europa League on the Thursday, lost 5 1 at home. Jonah? Yeah, the man Cornelius scored. Remember he was at Waff. Uh, yeah, oh, oh, Leicester City was a Cardiff. Cardiff, yeah, and he, he was the record signed, and he didn't score a goal. Yeah, yeah um, Cornelius. Look, it's so weird because Everton are actually such a good squad. Realistically, in the Premier League, they're like they're in the top ten squads, and they just can't get it together. And I look at players like Calvert Lewin, and I'm like, he looks like he could be very, very good footballer. And they have like Skurdis, and you like did a lot for Swansea. They they have Rooney, who's like, all right, he's not. Same Rooney, but like he's very good. Schneiderlin, very good midfielder. Ross Barkley, good midfielder. Balassi, who was a sensation of Crystal Palace. Leighton Baines, Seamus Coleman. Like, Yigelkin and Williams are a bit on the older side, but like, they're not terrible. And Robles and Gold isn't terrible. And it's just like, whatever 11 they put out, just don't seem to do for them. Yeah. It's just almost like, like they have the players, but like, there's no structure. There's no like continuity between the side at all. That's exactly it. Yeah. Paul Neal's going to be mad he is. Irish football fan TV plug founder yeah plug there yeah <laughs> alright um, yeah everything sorts of lies out bro yeah uh, Burnley lost 1-0 to Arsenal in the like I can't believe Sanchez scored a minute ago in the last minute but um, this is like the Arsenal have now gone ahead of Spurs now haven't they yeah which is like a really big deal considering people were like saying ton of Hotspur title contenders and they were like Arsenal the doldrums and then Arsenal go and beat Spurs and then they go and win their next game like what? What? Like as a United fan, I'm watching the football now, and it's got the stage where like I semi keeping like I I see what City are doing, right? Yeah. Just to be like, right, what's going on? Yeah, they're, they're the yeah. pinnacle of the league at the yeah. moment. Yeah, and they're then like I sort of look at Spurs, and then I look at Chelsea a bit more, but I'm, I'm mainly focused on United. Yeah. Like I'm like, right, if you know the way in that's grand, just keep focusing on that. But obviously, because we do the show, I keep looking at other stuff. Yeah. But like like Arsenal and Liverpool now, I don't like they've sort of seemed to fallen off a bit. That I'm like, I don't even keep an eye out them. I think I think my thing is, I look United. Once they win, I'm like. The rest of us don't really matter because we've done the maximum points yeah, we can yeah, get. Yeah, yeah. And then I look at the other results and I'm like sort of hopeful the other team it doesn't go their way. 
But then, yeah, obviously, I straight away look for City. I'm like, are City win? Yeah, City are win 4 0. Fuck's sake, they just won again. Yeah. Then, I'll, then I'll be like, all right, how did Chelsea get on? They won as well. And then I sort of look at like Spurs, Arsenal, and uh, Liverpool. But like, I don't look to see that they win to be like, oh, they're going to catch United. I more yeah, look at yeah. them now to be like, I hope they didn't win because they're not actually fond of those teams. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Was that, although, like, I sort of almost feel bad for Arsenal Finger and wouldn't mind seeing Arsenal do all right. <laughs> Which is weird to think. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Actually, John Scanlon, like, listens to the show go bit and he's like, keep up the good work not. So, like... Yeah. Fair, so I like Arsenal and, like, they, like, when, like, Ozil, Sanchez and Lacazette are on form, like, they're frightening and thrill. It is, yeah. Um... The last game of the actual weekend there was Huddersfield sorry, lost 2-1 to Man City. Uh, where, uh, sorry, Sterling scoring with less than 10 minutes to go. Another Sterling, late goal by Sterling. Man, Sterling could be up there for one of the young players of the year, maybe. Yeah, he's that a frightening good... I think he's already scored over 10 goals this year in like all competitions. And for someone who... Especially Liverpool fans were like, oh, thank God we told him he's muck. Yeah. He's not. Yeah, he's really showing that he isn't. Yeah. Yeah, he's uh, he's sort of shown his potential now, and like he, he's starter for England. Yeah, and he full on deserves it as well. Yeah. Um, right, we're gonna go to the quick wire fixtures of the weekend because well, the weekday and then the weekend. Yeah, the weekday and then the weekend. So Ross's favorite segment of the show: Brighton versus Crystal Palace. Palace, Palace, yeah. Uh, Leicester versus Tottenham. 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 Watford versus Manchester United. Manchester United. Please God. Uh, West Brom versus Newcastle. Draw. Draw. Uh, then those matches were on Tuesday, so the matches on Wednesday: Arsenal versus Huddersfield. Arsenal. Arsenal. Bournemouth versus Burnley. Burnley. I can see it that being a draw. Uh, Chelsea versus Swansea. Chelsea. Chelsea. Yeah. Uh, Everton versus West Ham. Uh, Moisey could whip out another point here, like one all draw. Mo- Moisey versus Reelns. Yeah, and is Big Sam going to be in the hot seat for him back in? Probably not. Probably not. We'll be able to throw it out that quick. Man City, Man City versus Southampton. Man City. Man City, yeah. Stoke versus Liverpool. Draw. Uh, yeah, draw. Uh, then there's no Friday game, so on Saturday, kicking off the weekend, Chelsea versus Newcastle. Chelsea. I feel like Chelsea got a lovely few fixtures in a row here. Yeah, it seems nice for it, yeah. Although that means obviously then the bad ones are coming. Yeah. So, uh, Brighton versus Liverpool. 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 Everton versus Huddersfield. Everton. Yeah, Everton. Yeah. Uh, Leicester versus Burnley. Draw. Draw. Yeah. Stoke versus Swansea. Draw. Draw. Watford versus Tottenham. Draw. That's a tough two one all draw. I think. Two all draw. Yeah. Um, West Brom versus Palace. Draw. West Brom versus Palace. Arsenal versus Manchester United on Saturday at half five. There's the game. There is the game. <sighs> You know it away from home. Man United two one. Is that the game where? First, I'm never going to say Man United aren't going to yeah, win. Yeah. Is that the game where? Uh, sorry, Ibrahimovic gets his first goal. No. No. No, I think United going two one, and I think Lukaku is going to score, and I think Anto Martial is going to score as well. Martial, I feel like Martial is taking it up a serious level this year. Yeah, and I think I think uh, Sanchez will score at some stage for Arsenal. He's he's a hard man to stop. Yeah. Um, then on yeah, I think United win, win as well don't uh, call it Super Sunday Super Sunday Bournemouth versus Southampton <laughs> like I just hate when they call it Super Sunday it's muck games uh, one all draw <laughs> we'll play it in care at all yeah. it's like uh, seven all uh, <laughs> uh, Man City versus West Ham at four o'clock well obviously West Ham 
are doing real well and the return of Joe Hart to the Etihad Stadium so uh, 3-0 to Man City Hold on Will or will not Joe Hart have a blunder? Oh, is he allowed to play? He might be allowed to play because he's oh, only on loan. Oh yeah, is he only on loan? Who's in goal then? Adrian. Oh, right, six nil Man City. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh. Uh, well, that was loose. Uh, I suppose we just finish off by saying fair play to Ireland uh, doing the uh, winter or autumn or whatever internationals they beat. Yeah, the Guinness Argent- series. Yeah. yeah, the Guinness series. Beat Argentina, beat South Africa, beat Fiji. Yeah. Uh, great to see some young bro going into the team. Stockdale. Adam Byrne, Chris Farrell, uh, Bundy Akai, Adam Byrne, a lot of them. Did you say them twice, yeah? Did I? Yeah. yeah, right. All getting young caps. I love Adam Byrne. Uh, Man, he's going to be seriously dangerous. Yeah. Uh, just great yeah. Uh, overall. Great to see all this young blood like, brought into the team. James Ryan as well. Uh, great to see all these young players. Adam Byrne. <laughs> <laughs> Get into the side, have a run out for the country, and just to integrate them at the highest international rugby level. Yeah. So that's what I think is fantastic. Yeah. Anything to close out the longest ever energized podcast, Barry. I oh, know it's just pretty loose, isn't it? Yeah. In fairness, we didn't intend for it to be this long, but it was this long because yeah. we're having a good time, and that's just how it goes. Some people ask me like, why, why, why do we do podcasts? And I'm like, right on your way on your commute to work, you can listen to half it, and on your way home, you can listen to half it. Yeah, Perfect. and you can also and then, you don't, then you don't have to talk to anyone you don't like on the dart. And then if you get a text off one of your mates, you can continue to listen to the podcast and yeah. text them back. Yeah. Oh yeah, because I I still need to like pack it off for Amsterdam and stuff. Yeah, because despite the fact that our YouTube videos keep on getting watched, which is quite funny, <laughs> and what we hit we over thirty thousand uh, YouTube hits. Yeah. Very us. Um, like it's just. It takes a lot more effort to edit a YouTube video and then also it's only 12 minutes and then when you're on your phone and someone texts you you click off it and it's gone and it's pain the hole. Faux show. Yeah but in fairness we probably will move back to YouTube at some stage but like it will just be the podcast on YouTube but yeah. like the podcast going to just have to take off that bit more to get all that yeah. extra equipment. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah it so, does. It, it's yeah. sort of on the cusp. You know what I mean? yeah, 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 yeah. So you'll be able to stare at me and Barry for an hour and a half Sometime in the future. They can just go to our Facebook page pages and just look at us like and be like yeah. and be like stare us. Yeah, just be like stay these lads. Yeah, and then be like they can go through our profile picture and decide which one we prefer. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. screenshot and send it to the group chat. Yeah. <laughs> so uh anything else to uh, say before we finish off? No, next week's podcast we're gonna go over how I got on in Amsterdam and how I wasn't able to get home or something maybe. Yeah, and how your phone worked all the time yeah. while you were there. Yeah, and all the UFC stuff. Yeah. So as always, stay energized.